0: Welcome to the latest installment in the Nerdist School Network comic book crossover. We're here this time to talk about what I would argue is the most anticipated movie for us this year. It is, of course, Justice League. And I had a whole bit prepared about uniting the six, but uh, Chris Fimbras isn't here. So we're, it's, we're not uniting the six, we're uniting the five, like all Justice League posters. Um, but starting off, I am Chris Lord from Tim Talk.
1: I'm Carmen Dexter, also from Tim Talk. And with us we have...
0: I'm Trevor Reese
2: from the podcast of Two Worlds.
3: You can't do a podcast alone. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm Frank Rand from The Novice and Frank.
4: Hi, I don't, I'm, I'm sorry on behalf of my partner, Frank. Uh, this is Amanda. I'm The Novice from The Novice and Frank. You can't do, I see what you did there. I'm sorry on behalf of myself. I didn't get that joke.
1: I mean, as Aquaman would say, all great podcasts are done by yourself.
4: Booyah. <laughs>
0: That's the opposite of, of the saying. <laughs> so, so I know we, we normally start out by uh, talking about what our thoughts are. I think we're all pretty much
1: united in our oh, thoughts on, on this thing. Hold on. We'll Hang on. Hold on. What? I want to say something, Chris. What? I, I think you have, have tainted me in my viewing of this movie because I... uh, going into the movie, you had my mind set to only look for negatives. And while there were a lot of those... At the moment, I don't know if it's movie Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> I wouldn't mind watching it again right now. Okay, well, you're fundamentally wrong on that. But right. along
0: those lines, I was going to propose I have a challenge for us right from the beginning. Five minutes. We can only say positive things.
4: Oh, I've, yeah. I'm, about I the, the film. I've got, I've got actually a lot of, I've got a lot of positive. Okay,
0: things. I, I was saying five minutes seemed reasonable. Ten minutes seemed absurd. So may, maybe, <laughs> maybe we can even Let's get see. to ten minutes of positive. Let's things, see how far but, we can go. Okay. okay,
2: with a five minute
0: minimum. Okay, okay and, and, five, we'll just, yes. and
4: and we buzz each other if we say, if it ventures in a negative Okay territory. I'm I'm setting yep. a timer okay.
0: right now on my phone Ooh. uh Everyone at we home, have play we have along. the clock Stop to use. Okay uh, okay starting time I'm going to start off uh, I really enjoyed Jason Momoa's body
3: Great. Okay.
0: Cool. Solid Solid. On, pull. Solid. Solid.
4: Bodywork. Solid. Yeah. Start. Solid. <laughs>
0: start. <laughs> Great decision
4: making. Aquaman sexy. Maybe. Yes. I saw you post an article about that, mm-hmm. and I would say mm-hmm. like maybe I don't know if you feel the same way. We, if you don't, we can talk about it in a little bit. Yeah. I thought it was probably a good idea.
2: When you don't necessarily think like, oh, Aquaman should be sexy, but you like know. the pieces are there because he is like very much like a, a more static, stoic character. Mm-hmm. But you, you sort of like, sort of like Thor. You realize the sort of inherent humor in a character like this, and you get someone like Jason Momoa. It was a good fit. Yeah, yeah. I,
4: thought that that, I thought that worked really well. Yeah. Um, I really like the sweet Mercedes non-Batmobile. Oh yeah, that we was. Showed up at the top. I, I was I, like, I don't know what you are, but I like you. I'm car. not sure
0: that is either. I'm I assuming some sort of concept car. I, I, I'm not as up in my car knowledge as I used to be. But I, would, I have no idea what the hell that thing is. I don't know.
4: I would look it up because I I think yeah. I thought that was an attractive writing machine. I, yeah. I
0: love how they found. Oh, I was about ready to get into a criticism there. Um. <laughs> 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 he blew his own bit. Would that Shut
4: take up. like 90 seconds?
0: <laughs> yeah, just just a bit. less than that actually. <laughs> um. The
2: I I will say. Like the Batman Gotham stuff was awesome. Like yeah. that was like watching a live like there were times, like and this might sound like a criticism, but there were times it felt like fan service-y. Just because mm. it like just because it's like this it like feels like a fan film because it's so like almost like absurdly loyal to some yeah. of the looks. And I feel like I've always liked like Snyder's kind of problem with his Superman movies is he wanted to make a Batman movie real bad. And he has shown that he could make a really sweet Batman movie. Yeah. And like the stuff like with Gotham, like when, when Batman was finding the guy to bait the parademon, like that whole thing, like just felt like actual, like Gotham to me.
0: No, I would agree with that. Like I, I really like that opening sequence. I feel like, both this and BVS have given us two opportunities. We got to see Batman be very full on Batman in a way that Nolan never did because he was so concerned about being realistic. And Batman is a little bit absurd inherently. Yeah. And this seems to lean into it in a way that I actually quite enjoyed. Yeah, I'd agree with that.
4: I thought the real hero was Alfred's stylist. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that Alfred was very well dressed, he was very dapper, he was. It was practical. Yeah. Uh, and w- I thought he had some lovely trenches. Yeah, cargo yeah. jackets.
3: I enjoyed uh, Bruce Wayne. Anytime he was just Bruce Wayne in it with like a vest on, and or this something, was, was the like, f- that. this
4: was the first time I felt that way. I liked him. I'm like, oh, he's because he's kind of puffy. Affleck, he's kind of puffy, right? But like, he's a little puffy, he's a little puffy. Yeah. and I don't want to take it to his appearance negative. But like, I think, but I I bought him as Bruce Wayne this time. I don't know. I I was like, oh, that's Bruce Wayne. I don't mm-hmm. know Batman necessarily, but like, that's kind of this like tortured. I thought I I thought that it were I liked his hair. Yeah, and and, he had, it was and when he, he had his beard, and he looked very nice, and then he shaved, and I was like, yeah. I at first I was like, ooh, and then I was like, oh, you know, no, I like it.
3: Yeah, I'll save my beard thoughts until we get to the other part. Okay, of okay. great. Yeah. I, I
0: liked in general that whole sequence of him going out to find Aquaman up in where in were, the bar. Where, where were they? they? were someplace in cold, like Norway. Yeah, yeah, some someplace very very cold. I really liked that whole sequence, actually.
5: Okay,
3: cool. Uh, I'll, I'll jump further ahead and say that I really liked the uh, the first end credit sequence. Oh,
0: oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. Race. Yes. Oh the yes, race. of course. Okay. The the the
3: Superman race flash. of the two
0: fastest men on the planet. Mo-
2: moments like that are what the, a DC movie needs more so than like Josh Whedon quips and lighter moments. It's stuff like that, like genuinely presenting these um, these classic DC moments in new, interesting, like live action ways.
3: Was that was that a Josh though? That Josh that M credit, or was that Zach?
2: It feels like it reads like a Joss Whedon thing, but yeah. again, but it's like, but it didn't read like a Joss Whedon scene. It felt like an idea he would want to do, just because he's aware of the history and the lore and everything like that. But it didn't necessarily feel inherently like a Joss Whedon scene per
1: se. Well, the last competition, the in the end fight scene when they had kind of that mini competition between Flash and Superman of like who could save the most people, mm-hmm. that was all Joss, because hmm. uh, that whole Russian oh, well, family. Which I will get into in a minute. Yeah, um, we'll hold that. <laughs> we'll hold that for a few. Hold that one back. A we got it. Um, I did love the scene where like Flash saves the truck, and then Superman comes holding up an entire apartment complex. Yeah. Like that was a cute yeah. Little. Again, like
2: natural humor. Yes, and not the forced quippy stuff that bogged it down, which we can get into later on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like they're, they're like when was it was ten seconds. When it was at it. When it was at ease with itself, it was a very fun movie to watch.
4: I mm-hmm. liked it when Batman got punched by Wonder Woman <laughs> because I thought that it was great that she didn't like slap his face. Mm-hmm. I just liked that she was like, uh, she, and just like kind of gut-punched him. Mm-hmm. I, I liked that. <laughs> yes.
3: uh, I would say I liked uh, Henry Cavill's smile as he avoids Steppenwolf's punch. Mm-hmm. That is just like a little smirk. I, <laughs> did I did a have a
1: big thing, um, which, get, which gets me excited for Aquaman. I think this was the first underwater fight scene I have ever seen that didn't bore me.
4: That was pretty. That was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I, the my biggest my biggest compliment for this film, my biggest one, Mm. is that I would rather watch this on loop three times than be asked to watch Batman versus Superman again. (laughs) Agreed. Yeah. That is how I feel.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, and they they, they cheated. (laughs) They cheated they they cheated their way to get here but like i'm glad that like we kind of have gotten to who these characters are supposed to be mm-hmm. like this film sort of cemented everyone and who they're supposed to be in a way i mean we can talk about some of the characters to varying degrees and wonder woman already was established by her movie mm-hmm. very much so but this kind of, like, it felt like s- finally Henry Cavill got to have fun with being good Superman. Mm-hmm. And we got, like, that classic moment at the end with the shirt ripping up. It's just, like, sweet. That's an actual, like, true blue Superman yeah. moment.
1: Mm-hmm. There, there are rumors that I'm, I'm pretty sure are true, talking about the difference between the Snyder and the Whedon versions. Um, but I really pre- appreciated how fast the team got together. Um, at the beginning, because uh, I I think what a lot of people were saying was Joss like the team wasn't going to get together or sorry, Snyder the team wasn't get together going to get together until like the beginning of the third act. Oh, that would have been yeah. frustrating. Because yeah. if you see all of the like the uh, clips from the trailer that we don't have, it's all of Batman hunting down the boxes and fighting the parademons, right. and a lot of that was cut, which I think we all very much appreciate.
0: Well, <laughs> so I I read an article that was looking back on the. Uh, flash dream sequence from bvs and saying does this still make sense now and the argument on that was that the original version of this movie given that it's supposed to be two parts was supposed to end the first movie would end setting up dark side and also having superman still be a villain thus justifying why the flash would feel like they go back in time to try and warn bruce like you've always been right the key to stopping him is lois because that still happens in this movie and that the second Justice League movie would be like them bringing Superman back and then ultimately fighting Darkseid. Hmm. And I feel like the elements of that were still here a little bit. Um, cause I, yeah, it, they did come together quickly. I thought it was interesting the way they brought back Superman and that they, they had this idea that he had to be evil for a bit, but I didn't, that didn't feel entirely justified to me. I'm curious he, what you guys thought about that. Didn't
4: feel evil to me ever. He just felt kind of confused for a few minutes. I yeah, I've got a lot of questions. So well, cuz it was set
2: yeah. off by Cyborg. Cyborg started it with his his accidental shooting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it, it oh, was right. yeah. it was sort of a very negative reaction to a situation, yeah. but he ultimately wasn't responsible because he didn't start it.
4: I thought that was kind of it was cool seeing Cyborg like deal with not being able to control his functions. Mm-hmm. I, thought that that old man. Man. I did want to ask... <laughs> yes, <laughs> just, just exactly. Um.
1: I did want to ask, is that how Cyborg is in the comics right now?
4: Yeah, I know nothing about Cyborg, yeah. and I have because questions. Because this
1: movie felt like he could have been blue beetle and i would have been just as happy
3: well they redid because this- originally he was with the teen titans right so cuz that's what one, i know him from yeah and so yeah so that origin is kind of similar in the sense that there's an alien attack and from another dimension and he got damaged and that's why he became cyborg mm-hmm. then when jeff G- jeff Johns rebooted it for the new 52 then he really tied him from the Justice League is supposed to the Teen Titans who tied into the Mother Box, yeah, and Dark Side and all that Moon. Around stuff. Like,
4: what time did he? What, around what time was that? Was he invented? I hate to say invent, invented, but like created. When, when was 80s? the character created? Mid eighties. Okay, because he's all tied into like if well, we didn't have if we 80s. didn't have technology, then he wouldn't be a character. So I found him very interesting as an idea.
2: Well, yeah, and and cre- he's yeah the New Fifty Two is the one that has established him with all that stuff and um but also like but also the new 52 did a good job of sort of like they addressed the fact that it's dark side technology that's made him so he had to deal with that right
3: yeah and basically because he booms now like he opens up boom dooms and takes that he basically is like the league transporter for the most part but okay they set it up at least with the the initial jeff johns run that every there's so many cycles that he goes through but one of them will always take them to apocalypse
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. H- how did you guys feel about Cyborg's betrayal in general? I was worried he... going into this that he was going to disappear his, off the screen. His what? His betrayal oh, in I general. Oh, heard,
4: I heard his betrayal. I'm like, did oh. he betray? Did I miss a whole <laughs> thing? <His laughs> no, betrayal, But uh, he should
2: have. Like, I mean, <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Like, that should have been his arc. Is not only dealing with the fact that, like, I mean, if anyone should have gotten an origin in this film, it should have been him. He mm-hmm. should have been the human through line, and we should have followed his... Because he just got nothing in this movie. Yeah, he got like Cyborg got the least amount, and they gave him a shitty booya. That
4: yeah. should have. How like,
2: that, that was... dare you?
1: I cheered with no our, with our it, audience. Like
2: it's no, it's appo- <laughs> like it's supposed to be a moment because it's like you watch that's from Teen Titans and like yeah. Teen Titans go like that's, that's from that like that iteration of Cyborg, and they just like he should have been struggling with his humanity. Um, versus like his uh, robotic side, but also like further that by his humanity as a loyal member of the Justice League, and then as a being taken over by aliens, mm-hmm. and even should have probably been a spy. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, yeah. Well, I, I like, got to be honest that I I've never liked Cyborg as part of the Justice League. Yeah. I always liked him better as a Teen Titans, and he's got such a I mean the relationships and friendships are so much deeper on the Teen Titans than he's ever had with the justice mm-hmm. league. And I feel like it's only that Jeff Johns is a big fan of the character, and so when they're rebooting the universe, they're like, "Oh yeah, we should elevate him and yeah. be part of the Justice League." But I would have rather had no Cyborg and just had like a John Stewart Green Lantern. If you wanted to yes. diversify the cast, give me a John Stewart Green Lantern mm-hmm. instead.
2: Or right? just follow every iteration of Marja Manhunter's live action and cast him as a black man.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I that's
2: that's a that's a trend that all depictions of him are um, African-Americans. You could have had a Martian Manhunter and he could have been like another perspective of like the alien thing. Mm-hmm. He could have... You could have even retconned rat- it to Darkseid or Steppenwolf destroyed. That's why there's no more Martians It's yeah. because of Steppenwolf. They had a mother box too. Like it was four mother boxes and Mar- Mars had it. Like so many things we guess, could have changed.
4: I guess for me for not, for not having any... There are two characters going to this that I, had, I knew very little about. I feel uh, relatively. And one was Cyborg, which I knew virtually nothing about. And, uh, the other was the flash. I know really, how dare
2: you, you should know so much listening to our podcast (laughs) every single week, Amanda, (laughs) you should be so well versed in the flash at this point. I
4: know, but, but that you guys, I watched, did, I did my flash research to do the podcast with you guys. Do you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. the good news is like, now I like have that many more questions that I want to discuss with you. Um, but I thought that w- from that mindset, from somebody going in that doesn't have all of this background, like, oh, well, this person would have been better. Or this person would have been better. I felt like Cyborg had a reason to be there. So I watched, I, w- I watched him and I was like, oh, he's kind of cool. Cause I like the diversity factor, but also I was like, oh, well, he, he is the, it's technology, this weird alien species is somehow technology based. So I guess that that, and it's like his same type of technology, but this kind of boils down for me. Some of the larger problems of the story, which is that I didn't understand like i, mm-hmm. I and yeah, I. we've was made it thirteen falling. minutes I think we can start <laughs> I think we can well, it, loose finding bit. these
1: these small problems <laughs> but the I just, I just
4: just
2: the one or two it feels like there are one or two movies that we did not see, yeah between Batman v Superman and this like it feels like there's just so much missing that they know but we don't i like something happened. like it, it's just like there's so. fucking much just like but how but how did we get to this part just the fact that like batman like superman is inspiring the world like motherfucker don't gaslight me i saw those first two movies and people were not like doing that you retconned it at the end when he died but it's like he was never that you never depicted him as that figure and now the world has accepted him as that
0: as it's like
4: "Mm, you just jumped jumped the gun Yeah,
0: yeah i I think they're trying to course correct Across the board. Yeah. Right?
4: Yeah. Well, they've got a lot to correct from.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. Um,
4: but I, my, so that kind of leads me into one, one of my biggest questions, which is at the end of Batman versus Superman, there was like, he's buried. And then it's like, but dirt. Maybe he's not dead. How did this, what, how, wh- I, what did this have to do with my, that? Because he was dead.
0: My thinking on that is that when they rewrote Justice League to make it one film and also after BVS, they changed how he was going to come back. Okay, so al- it
4: literally just has nothing to do. So at the I, end of that movie, we're just going like, to yeah. pretend like They had a happen.
2: different,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay. uh, that's the only thing I can imagine, because I, I, I really disliked how they handled his return. Like, I felt like they should have just done a sort of thing, where, like, oh, he's Kryptonian, his version of death is different than ours, he wasn't actually dead, he was, like, healing himself or whatever, and he's come back. I was totally fine with that. I thought the whole idea of like, oh, we're gonna use the mother box and try and bring well, him back was, such was a so weird dumb. Thing to jump
4: to. it's like well, this will work based on exactly no proof.
1: I, I do want to ask because I think all of us are coming from a very skewed perspective of kind of knowing how he's come back before in the comics. As a general audience member who doesn't go to the movies very often, would you have accepted the like it was a Kryptonian sleep?
4: I would have been like eye roll. Sounds about right.
1: Yeah, like he just needed to collect some solar energy, and he would have been fine. <laughs> well,
4: kind
2: but of but, stuff. It, but he needed something in the in the comic book too. Something along this device. It's just sort of like, well, now by using Luther's thing again, it's now like a thing. Yeah, it could have just been like what Luther did in that movie. It was crazy. Um, just call it something like, crazy, like a Lazarus pit or something. Yeah, but it's like, but now it's like, now it's like. Something now it's like, oh, we can just go to Luther's uh, pool or like the Kryptonian pool or something like that. like it's just like a weird it, it's weird to like make it a recurring thing. the Kryptonian grotto yeah, yeah. and bring it back it around.
4: makes sense. I wish there had been some something that would have given me an inkling of like, oh that's why they all think this is a fine. I mean, I know that it's like this isn't a good idea, but it's like, oh sure, this is exactly what we do there's this it's almost like they all read a user manual. And they were like, "Oh, sure, we just bring him back to life with this box, and then the Flash will run real quick, and it'll just and that will work." And then it did exact; it worked like exactly how they yeah. planned. I that was more what I didn't buy.
0: There it, were no stakes, no, throughout any of it. I mean, I, okay, so I was even kind of thrown off because I feel like they completely changed how Motherbox technology works. And maybe you guys can correct me, but I always thought the Motherbox was designed purely just to be a, like an activation point for a boom tube. I didn't think he could do anything other than that.
3: It can do other stuff. Um, it like, slices, like, it dices. That's right. Because like, right. <laughs> like with Mr. Miracle, he uses it to help escape all his cool elaborate death traps that he's Okay. In. So it can do other stuff, but it, it it's never been, as far as I know, used in the way that it's been here in any of like, the Kirby New Genesis stuff. Yeah, because
0: it was just used as just a MacGuffin. Yeah, like every god basically has here. got their
3: own personal mother box, and they use it for a variety of different things, whether it be boon tubes okay. or some other stuff.
0: I, was, I also have a question. What's... I don't know anything about Stefan Wolf. Like I can consider my DC knowledge like pretty deep mean, and I have <laughs> never heard of you him mean before. just
4: the fact that his shin looks like a scrotum didn't fill you in <laughs> on everything you needed to know about this character? <laughs> well, he looks so different
3: than he does in the comics. Well, and just the fact that
2: he was l- like pulled from some video game. Yes. And I say that as a critique of the graphics used to depict him. He yes. was literally plucked from a video game that like what the fuck is this? But yeah, he looks like just a dude with that outfit.
4: Yeah, like, and, he, 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 he looked like someone cosplaying as a hero, like, he, it, 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 well, like or as a villain. The is, way that I
1: saw him, it was, a, it was someone trying to cosplay Snoke, and just like adding some extra <laughs> things onto it. Like, well, I wanna be a medieval Snoke.
2: This is, like, this is like DC showing its hand by having Steppenwolf, because it's like what Marvel does, and basically five years from now is sort of like the trajectory of where the movies are, are, are going. So they lay the groundwork in the comic book to lay the foundation of whether or not the idea can work, and then introduce it in the movies if it's successful. And so you see, like Steppenwolf was de- like, I think for the first time ever depicted as this as part of the New Fifty Two with Earth Two, like yes. being this conquering thing was the first time he was ever really depicted like that as he is same in the Justice League movie.
4: And his oh. only driving force is to create chaos. He doesn't have. I wanted if again like the. That's the thing, Joker. Like, but that's what they said about this <laughs> no, right. Can you go, exactly, who is, is the Joker? Said...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen him yet in you these know, Some movies. people just want to watch the world burn. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, yeah, I, I'm like, if you're going to introduce this big, bad guy, Character, it's like, can I please get a motivation something more than just like he'll li- like voiceover? He lives to create chaos and destruction. I'm like, I'm gonna need he more. He tried than that.
1: to blow up the planet once, but he was stopped by a dead green lantern and maybe yeah, Zeus. What
4: now okay, that, that's
2: <clears throat> like Chris thought this. Uh, my Chris thought that that was I I Shazam. Was your I'm I have so many Chrises. <laughs> I got Chris's for days. (laughs) Because we have access to the multiverse. So I also have literal access to just infinite Chris's of both both you Chris's. Okay. Um, But then also the other Chris's that I know. But all that to say that like that whole fight sequence like it was like the, the cool Green Lantern thing. But he thought that the lightning guy was Shazam was old school Shazam maybe even the wizard Shazam but it was I found out in the art book that that was old like credits, old god like Zeus was just like all right cool like I guess I get it like cuz the, they're from the um, from Wonder Woman and everything and so now yeah. we have to finally see them depicted but it's like
0: oh, I that
4: didn't know been who that was though
2: super yeah. cool to, to have like a Shazam tease the same yeah. way you get a Green Lantern tease
0: I, I thought that's who it was at first too and then they started showing other gods and then I saw that in the closing credits Ares was credited so I guess he must have been in that yeah, battle I, as well but I thing. missed him entirely I had I no idea see... who
4: any of them were and then it sa- and then I saw Zeus Ares I was like oh well, alright well that was not clear yeah,
0: yeah. I, I love the inclusion of the Green Lanterns like, I, I think that was actually a pretty good way to set that up without having to really commit too much to it. Oh, Cameron, oh, Cameron has alternate shaking opinions on this whole thing. I feel like I'm gonna try and like pedal for a while so I can keep the <laughs> microphone away <laughs> from him so he can't talk about this. Science. Um, I've run out of things to so say. I'll just hand it over.
1: I was upset <laughs> with. I mean, I I've probably been a little vocal on this on this group podcast, but I am a big fan of Green Lantern. Uh, He's been, like, uh, Kyle Rayner has been my favorite Green Lantern since, I don't know, 10 years? I don't know. Uh, But it just, the fact they just come and all he does is just die on screen was, like, can you do something else with him? He
2: flew and used the ring once to establish who he was. (laughs) Right. Yeah.
4: Who in this movie didn't fly, though? Are we all just now given the power of flight? We can just all fly? Like Aquaman uh, can fly. Mira and
1: Ocean Master didn't fly back
4: uh, I Ocean felt Master? as though everyone. Know. Was
1: that not the one standing next to Mira who died?
0: But they're not going to kill Ocean Master.
4: They I know, but kill it, one of the next Aquaman movie.
0: but
1: it looked like. Did it not look like Ocean well, Master? Well,
2: they cut Willem Dafoe, so who knows who yeah. they there.
4: but there were. I just felt. No.
3: Oh, yeah, sorry, but he was
1: supposed to be in this movie,
4: yeah. I just you know. felt like it's like, no, not everyone can fly. Yeah. Everyone gets this weird, like, it's like suddenly like the Flash can fly. It's like, no, it's like they're cheating. I feel like they were cheating it. It's like, no, play within their limitations. That's so much more fun. I love, you know, like Aquaman, don't, he can't like surf a body through the well, air. Well, that's a,
2: that's a definitely John's pushing that. Because Johns has been a very big proponent of Aquaman uh-huh. and somebody who has established the fact that he should be stronger than he's been depicted in the past because of the pressure of living underwater yeah. translating to, similar to like old school, like Superman can fly because the gravity on Krypton's so strong and now he's at Earth and that's where he can fly. Oh, it's okay. like,
3: You're talking about just like, you know, like it's like, you know, like pressure from friends and society. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, because yeah. the, the crowd, Social pressure. <laughs> but it's all yes. happening yes.
2: underwater,
1: Frank, <laughs> so it's yeah. even more so.
4: Oh. I, we, it bothered me. Do we want
1: to go through each character and just kind of give our pros and a handful of cons?
4: Can I have one question before we move on from the villain? <laughs> no. Mm. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Welcome back. It's like a, thank you. Hey, thank you. Oh, it's like society in here. Um. <laughs> so you oh. <laughs> punched Frank in the stomach um, so with the bad what's his name, bad guy? Steppenwolf Steppenwolf, uh, like the band like the band or the theater um, what? the theater in Chicago Steppenwolf Theater, oh, very famous yeah, sure. sure. Um, very famous, Cameron Cameron, <laughs> I'm sorry am Does I interrupting all movies? your fart humor <laughs> by coming in here with my theater talk uh, so Frank, so Steppenwolf so he's from the comic books yes is he a lot? Is he better in the comic books than he's he's in the movie?
3: He's better in the comic books. He looks better. He is. I mean, he's Darkseid's uncle. Okay. Feels, yeah, and he's got a cool like little, little beard. That's
2: the most know. recent incarnation I am showing oh. to Amanda. Oh. Why is he got, drawn should, by Nicholas Scott little, from Earth Two? Yeah, he he's like a little goatee.
4: But why? Why does he have a bolt like a longhorn skull on his nuts on his balls? Like in his. No, that's area? like
2: um, eh, maybe. <laughs> it's at a perspective that it looks like it could either be on his uh along like his cod piece or like as part of a belt or God part of a his class stomach. Your
4: way of saying ball area. Sorry.
2: <laughs> his dick cover. His, his It's strap very strap it's cover. very possible that it is a horned beast dick cover. like more superheroes cover.
1: need to appreciate the jock strap. Uh, but, um
2: dance belts. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's he was Darkseid. that Jack Kirby created him as Darkside's uncle. He's killed in his first appearance, but then um Darkside brings him back to be like a lo- a loyal general. Okay. And so he was like kind of a big bad precursor. <laughs> Are you showing her the original one? Yeah. yeah, yeah come yeah.
3: on guys, that's what you want. The uh,
2: original Kirby. Um yeah, he looks like he's all in green with a pointy cone head hat. He or
3: like from the Superpowers the- Cart- uh, comic. But yeah. yeah, but so he was so he was originally like he kind of is that was
2: beautiful. How the how the movie did de- intended to depict him is kind of how Kirby in originally introduced him okay. as an initial big threat who's immediately stopped only to reveal the deeper, bigger threat below, which is Dark Side.
4: Okay. So he's just, <laughs> these pictures, uh, so Frank's just pulling up pictures of this guy and they're ridiculous. He's like, ugh. Um, all right. So so he is just I'm symptomatic. He's symptomatic of what's going to become a bigger problem in the DC universe so for these films. I, I guess so.
2: he's he, he's the first new God to be introduced, Okay, which are different from the old gods. Yes. Like Zeus and them. But no, they're they're two warring alien species um, who in, currently in the New 52 exist outside of the 52 multiverse. Um, as individual, like, giant entities. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, that seems to be where they're going to be going to. But it also okay. means you have to introduce, like, the crazy new gods. <laughs> so it's, like, Darkseid and his um, planet Apocalypse, which are, like, people like Steppenwolf and, like, the demons are all from that same planet. Okay. But then you have the new gods, which are basically, um, like, Asgard. But if Asgard was designed by, like
0: a flower child.
4: Okay. so Interesting. It, thank you. I thank you for that. I just,
0: yeah. Okay. So I mean, that that definitely helps put things in context. Cause that, I mean, that further kind of encourages the idea that clearly had uh grander plots down the line. It seems like we don't know what we're going to do. But it's also but it's also
2: like, again, like to draw the Marvel comparison. Cause also like clearly dark side and Thanos, like even in the comic book history are sort of, based off one another.
0: Well, isn't Thanos actually a knockoff of Darkseid? Did Darkseid come first? Yeah. Yes. Th-
1: so, w- would you guys have rather... They're very close to each other. Ooh,
2: we
4: should Google this. 72.
2: Guys- 72 was when um, Steppenwolf was created. From what
1: I remember, they were, like, months apart. Huh. Like, almost... either the, Either they came out the next year, or, like... I think it was, like eight months apart.
4: We have like an Armageddon deep impact situation going on. Yeah, yes. I think it was
1: just like they. there might but have been a person behind it that copied someone but I think it also might have just been like a hive mind situation. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because Jim Starlin was doing like crazy balls uh, Marvel cosmic stuff at the time and so Thanos just kind of grew out of other stuff, but he 's also like Thanos like died pretty early on in his initial run because he was for... dead he was dead for death of Captain Marvel
3: and his first intro was in um, issue of Iron Man
2: yeah so but all that to say just really quick yeah. like to make finish the comparison is just again shows the systemic problems of d c which is Marvel just has the problem of having to introduce this guy and his backstory mm-hmm. d c has to build towards introducing two giant intergalactic races to properly introduce this threat. I mean,
0: do, but do they though? Like, so, um, so you kind of get the feeling like that when they set up this whole thing that they were planning on having Darkseid be the villain of Justice League 2. Yes. And I know that this film was kind of too far into development to change that before they can actually release it. But would you guys have rather just had Darkseid be the villain in this? Just go straight to it. They beat... Marvel's the punch of having their like Thanos equivalent out first, like I,
2: no, because then like what do you build to? You just bring Darkseid back as a bigger threat, which is what DC did well, in the comic books. Well,
0: it's weird though, is at the end of it, they're clearly setting up that the next Justice League film would incorporate the Injustice League, which yeah, I, I would much rather see than the, another. But Anani that's invasion, the Marvel,
2: so. that's the Marvel thing. Avengers introduces the initial th- uh, setup of the larger narrative. The second one is the personal one, which in this case will be Justice League versus the Injustice League. Um, Injustice League, Injustice Gang? Injustice League, yeah. I think yeah. it's the Injustice League. Or they get their own. Or they build, our, their or own. build our
4: own. Yeah.
0: So, well, yeah. they'll be the supervillain society, I imagine. Yeah. They'll probably be in su- it. Yeah, 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 Gina yeah. Davis will be there, <laughs> as will Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Tom Hanks will be Okay,
4: Madonna. Before
2: we yeah, move on, Madonna, let's cast that. Let's cast that. Who is Gina Davis in the DCEU? Who is Tom Hanks? Who is Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell?
4: Gina Davis is the assertive one who's still in love with her ex, so... Stars fire. Star- Stars- oh, H- Star H- Sapphire. Sapphire. That's absolutely true. I was going to say Giganta. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't Lex Luthor
0: be the the Tom Hanks? He's kind of managing the whole thing a little bit. I
2: mean, we could do it that way. Like, reverse it. So, like, okay, then who is Slade? To completely jump ahead, is Slade David? He's the Rosie O'Donnell. He's Donald. the Rosie O'Donnell. I feel like he's, like, the Dolores character.
4: Dolores. That's
2: Madonna. The, oh. Oh, the, no, no, no. Oh, the, the, yeah. the, the girl who's, like,
5: oh, the power it hitter. had to be you. Yeah.
4: Her name I'm, is a, singing um, I'm, sing, I'm singing to him. I'm singing. I'm Nelson. Yeah, that's his name. Her name is a. Oh God, you guys, this is this were a millionaire question. I would have gotten it
2: because it would have had four options for
3: you. Yeah.
4: Because
3: i I'll I'm gonna, think of it before the end of the podcast. Which one of us would you have phoned as a friend? For this,
4: this question, that. I feel. I feel like. I feel like Cameron has it also on the tip of his tongue. Maybe not.
1: I. I was about to say. <laughs> I'm going to show my youth here. I have no idea what you guys then are gonna do. You just about. lost me a million dollars, Cameron. I'm sorry. Uh
4: if I if I heard more, think, more, I'd always get go it. see. I'll think it always go see. I will I'll I'll think of it before the end of this podcast.
1: What are what are we referring to? Uh <laughs> a League have of their have to own. see a League of Their okay, Own. Okay, okay, I thought so. Yeah.
3: That's gonna actually we're gonna skip Last Jedi and do a League of Their Own next. <laughs>
1: That sounds great. <laughs> if Madonna's in it, I'm down. Great. <laughs> well,
3: oh. I mean, I guess just like the even I know we're gonna break down every character, uh, but First off, I mean, like, these were, like, built on such... You were kind of touched on this briefly. Just, like...
4: Marla Hooch. A... Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Frank. I had to. Go nice ahead. Go ahead.
3: But such a rocky foundation with the way... Just, like, the tone... Can I get a filmography, Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman. Yeah. It was just, like, I... I mean, Wonder Woman was a nice change of pace.
2: Well, and, like, yeah. Because... And basically... So, four films to Justice League. So, four films to set up... S- Suicide Squad, Chris, you were saying this, I think before the record, like Suicide Squad did like nothing, no setup at all. And then Man of Steel was not built to be a franchise, like foundation. And so basically only really two, and I mean, Wonder Woman was set so far in the past that it really was just establishing her. So you had one film was dedicated to building this universe and then jumped to Justice League. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you're right. This was a very flimsy foundation that had been built on, or rocky, to make it
0: sound a little bit nicer well, well, <laughs> and even then they went out of their way to try and retcon so many elements of that movie i mean it's like yeah yeah Bruce <laughs> Wayne's like superman was a beacon of hope for everyone like you fucking tried to kill him yes yeah. like
3: that just bugged me like how why like the, how could they not expect the fans to go like yeah that is not how and it wasn't batman versus superman. they're
0: even trying to uh retcon the fact that one woman hadn't been around for a long time they're like oh we have to address the fact that in BVS we said that she hasn't been around forever and then in the end of one roman she decides she's going to go become a beacon of hope for everyone like they're just constantly trying to reconcile their own fuck ups
4: what do you what did you think about i i feel like they tried to remedy that by giving um uh, Bruce, this real like mean bitch fit. It. I don't, what How'd was the point of that? Even that. I thought
0: that was so dumb. It was like you have one woman who's this incredible character in her own movie who is defined by so much more than her relationship to Steve Trevor, and in this one, it's Bruce is just like, oh, like this is your weak spot. I'm gonna like use that to get at you because there was a guy once in your life like that seems to undermine her entirely she's about so much more than that
4: i like first of all that that got him punched but also that i like that all the other superheroes were like yeah well you were being a dick i did this research so i'm glad they called it out but it felt a little but it felt um uh forced for me like a weird like oh well we really need to have this moment of conflict for all of them and it's like, you really didn't need that because you have no. little conflicts what? between them individually, which I felt like some of those worked, I felt like.
2: Like, that's kind of what DC's been so good about is DC was never really built on those interpersonal conflicts like Marvel was. DC just always created bigger threats for their heroes yeah. Yeah. and a reason for them to have to unify um and so it, yeah it is just sort of strange this marvelization of these characters because they are it's so against who they are
4: do you feel like one of the things that uh, that has driven me crazy but i don't know if there's a solution here like when when i see the dc films the, the newer ones i one of the reasons I like some of the, uh, not older, but the you know the Dark Knight and those movies, is that they felt so real to me, and mm-hmm. set, and that to me has set them apart from like the Marvel movies, which are like big and colorful and aliens and space and all of these things, right? All those elements, which I think work really well for Marvel. In this, I felt like I could have left the last 45 minutes, and I like I could have gotten and walked out and been like, well, that was kind of a fun, yeah. r- little jaunt, and missed the whole big like ending conflict and battle of the film and I feel like you first of all that shouldn't be the case ever but also between this and like that versus Superman it's like I didn't I it's the it's like the whole alien thing it's like all you've got magic and aliens and mythos Where right? as I feel it's like I like I mean obviously Superman's an alien so there's that and I never minded that and I like Wonder Woman is like a goddess, and I never minded that. It's when you have the big bad coming from like out of the universe that for me kind of disrupts this, the reality of this Gotham City. I, scene I do want to yeah. say
1: really quick, uh-huh. I'm happy to see a progression in film in general. But besi- with, besides the boom tubes, there was no giant hole over New York in this film. So that was very, I was <laughs> ecstatic very true, very at true. That. Yeah, um, said it was in a nuclear silo. Yeah, I don't
4: know if there's any but, way to, to remedy that. But, but like, it feels like disjointed to me. Do you know? The
2: but that's what Marvel. Marvel did a good job of that. Is like it's an all like entirely an alien threat in the Avengers, uh-huh. but they hitched it to the familiar threat of Loki. And we had DC didn't have anything familiar for us to latch on to with this. It was all. Concepts introduced in this film, like even the 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 piece that they're the technology that they're fighting over in the Avengers, had a whole movie before it. That like if Wonder Woman would have somehow addressed the 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 uh, mother mother boxes, yeah, Yeah, that's true. that would have been an opportunity because that's all of what freaking Captain America is about Mm -hmm. is trying to get the the cosmic cube, the tesseract back, and then that becomes the central um, like item in the Avengers. And and then this huge threat that's outside of the world and introducing some crazy concept that hasn't really been a part of it is latched on to Loki, who is a character that we've spent an entire movie with and understand his motivation and his villainy. And this was just all disjointed parts.
4: Okay, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a good way of putting it because it's like I've always liked that dark reality, like a heightened mm-hmm. dark reality. Um, at a time where wind up penguins were the biggest threat, am I right, you guys? Yeah. <laughs> but even that like, yeah. stuff
2: like that was cool like, yeah. uh, like, go back ma- let's go back to that. positives made I me like laugh. that
4: that made me laugh <laughs> but yeah, I just thank you because i I was like i don 't I know this bothers me, but i don 't know if there 's a way of fixing it and also um making like die hard comic book fans who 've grown up with this story happy still they just want to
2: skip ahead. Yeah, that's why we already had the death of Superman. Ugh. That's why we're the Flash movie is going to be Flashpoint. That's Ugh. why basically the Batman is Dark Knight Batman, and why we're jumping already to Apocalypse. D, for whatever reason, DC wants to catch up, and they are just jump, leapfrogging important setup pieces just to get to wherever it is that they want to be. Which you you have no idea what that is. Mm-hmm.
1: Marvel, you we have
2: no idea what's going to happen after Avengers, but we have faith that it's going to be something. I, I was gonna. Like,
1: I was. I want to bring that up. there's like a big point because, like, when we get through all of their big stories, where does DC go after we get? You know, we've had Death of Superman. We, we're gonna get Dark Side. We're gonna get Flashpoint. Uh, I assume we're gonna get a Death in the Family story at, at some point.
2: That has already happened. Huh? The the that dead Robin oh yeah death in yeah, the family's yeah. already have, like so huge Batman stories have already been glossed over too yeah so DC's already done that stupid thing of mm-hmm. creating a narrative that makes it impossible to utilize some story some of the biggest stories of theirs right
1: what where do you what do they do once their biggest stories are done are we gonna get a crazy Blackest Night yeah. are we gonna get like are that, they well, gonna that's... attempt a like maybe a four part Crisis of Infinite Earths? Oh, mm.
2: Yeah. Well, you can't I
1: didn't make that in, a, like, a two-and-a-half-hour movie. No. Ugh. But it's, like, um, it's so,
2: like, they, but they've had this problem for a long time. I remember, and I think I've mentioned this before, probably on the BVS thing, of I was at Comic-Con and was talking, talking to a guy who had gone to the Green Lantern panel for the movie, for the Ryan Reynolds movie. I was there. Were you, do I was you, in that panel. You are at that panel? Yeah. So you remember that- Ryan Reynolds
1: gave the ring to a kid, and I was furious that I didn't get it.
4: <laughs>
2: All right. Well, that's- <laughs> We're going to take a moment to, a, to acknowledge that, but we're going to breeze past
4: move it. Move on. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> I want to talk about that trip.
2: <laughs> so you heard them talk about the overarching plan of how by, they were building towards Blackest Night. That was gonna be movie three, and it's like, what the
1: fuck is that gonna be movie three for? Joss Whedon showed a trailer in in the Joss Whedon, not Joss Whedon, sorry, the Jeff Johns panel at Comic Con that year. He showed a trailer for the Flash movie. Yeah, that I don't think ever got leaked online. It might be online, but yeah, like they were fully prepared to continue on that.
2: Yeah, and it's but they have this whole thing of just like we're not gonna do any setup. We're just gonna jump to what. We want to do and we want to say.
4: Going to say, Chris is just fuming well, well, in the corner over I, there. And what I was know. thinking
0: is, do you think they should have just doubled down on their failures? Like so, so I mean, you can go way back to even like Superman Returns. You can go back to Green Lantern. Like those weren't the critical and commercial successes they were they were hoping for. Um, Yeah, whoever's around us agrees. I mean, they're fanatic about how (laughs) terrible this is. Like, do you think that they should have just started their work back then to say, okay, look, Green Lantern wasn't what we thought it was going to be exactly. Let's go ahead and, like, keep that character. We're going to do a slightly different version of him. We're going to move forward now. It seems like what they keep doing is they – things don't work, and then, like, we'll just redo it. I mean, that's what they're constantly doing, and that's what's gotten them so far behind Marvel, and now they're trying to catch up. Well, yeah, and and they've had – how many false starts – Th- three. Yeah. I, w- I would say the Dark Knight trilogy, we can count- but But, but count- Dark
2: Knight was never supposed to build to anything, or else they, Christopher Nolan would have walked they away were, from
0: that. They, I, okay, they, they wasn't intended to, but you know for goddamn sure that Warner Brothers, I mean, there was all those reports that they were trying to get Christian Bale back in. trying. there I think that yeah. we can consider that a false start in the sense that Warner Brothers would have wanted that to spin off into something. So that, uh, Superman Returns, Green Lantern, I would even argue that Man of Steel in some ways is also kind of a false start, because that was clearly not their intent. But they just went for it anyways. Yeah, like you know, even well, when... I think
2: that answers your question of this is what happens when they double down on their failures. <laughs> like the you like no, but, but, but like but, but you we're, we're, we are basically deciding that Man of Steel is a false start because it wasn't intended of it, I and guess, so it yeah. falls into the same category of like built. What if they had built the franchise off Superman Returns or Green Lantern? They did that. This is it. They, yeah, just, guess they fair. just chose, yeah. well, fuck it. We got we to gotta go. We, we can't delay this anymore. We can't keep having these standalone things. It's got to be something now.
0: Do you think it would have been better if they had started off with, say, like Superman Returns or Green Lantern instead of Man of Steel? Wasn't well, that what, Specifically, uh, no.
1: Uh, who was it? Was it George Miller? Yes. Uh, oh, the, the initial yeah. Justice League movie that never made it off the ground. Like it, that's what it Army was Ham supposed to, that, to be. But right? right?
3: again, yeah. like, who? Okay. Army Hammer was supposed to play Green Lantern.
4: Army Hammer, but it no, no, it was
1: Army Hammer. It was
0: gonna be Batman. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, let's see if I can remember everyone. Uh, who was the guy from the OC, the dark haired guy? He was gonna be oh, yeah. Adam Brody. Uh, Adam Brody was yeah. gonna be Flash. Um, there's a uh, Megan Mulally. Gail Ma- Megan wish. Mulally was gonna be Wonder I Woman. S-
4: I would see a DC movie <laughs> yeah. with Megan Mulally. I, I want to say it's like Megan
0: Gale. She was in um, Fury Road. She was me Wonder Woman. Oh okay. Yeah. I forget everyone. But again, else, like, honestly. look,
2: look at this systemically. DC, let's start off with Justice League. It's like, come the hell, fuck oh, on. Like, that's thank, what, it's every right. time they want
0: to just get to the end. Thank you, Cameron. Uh, DJ Katrona, I don't know who that is. It's going to be Superman. Um, Com- oh, Common. Oh, that Comin. was, that was, that Comin was the, Common was supposed to be, be Jon Stewart. That would have been pretty good. Common would have been um, pretty good. Jay Baruchel would have been Maxwell Lord, which would have been weird. Mm, weird yeah. choice. Wait, yeah. Jay, the, S- uh, Who's Santiago Cabrera? He was going to be Aquaman. I don't know.
2: Um, but the the Ooh. DJ guy, he was. I think he was like the hot guy that Terry Hatcher was banging in Desperate Housewives. Which one? Oh, the initial one. Wait, wait, you... like the first yeah, one. Okay, I think that's Gardner? DJ Contra. Yeah. Wait, yeah. No, the Gardener. No no, no. no. The
0: Gardener. That was um Jesse. Oh, that's right. That's right.
2: Yeah. Just...
0: <laughs> <laughs> but again, like, that, <laughs> that's, like
2: that's like that's yes. like the Mick G. Richie. Level like casting, right there. Yeah,
0: I, I think it's one of those weird things where, like, in hindsight, everyone's like, Oh my god, that movie would have been so great because it was George Miller and yeah. like some of the cast. I think, I think Army Hammer's well, Batman would have been good, but let's be honest, that movie probably would have been fucking terrible.
2: But it's like DC was never built on a created universe, like Shazam was Fawcett Comics yeah. and they bought it and, and integrated it. Um. Uh. The Flash and Green Lantern were published by DC, but part of a different line. Yeah. So and so they've never had this, and so it's just like it's so they need to figure out what they're doing because what they're doing is wrong, and they need to understand that. <laughs> unlike Marvel, um, they don't have a foundation of always being a shared universe. And how do you figure that out? So,
3: y- oh well. I mean, like Jeff Johns. I mean, he's supposed to be kind of stepping in now to like be like the Kevin Feige. I don't know how much of a say he had over, or any input that he had with Justice League. I
0: feel like he had input at the end of pre-production, and then they had to figure out what to do in during production and post to adjust. That would be my guess.
2: Well, he's featured in the... Uh, Thank um, you, special thanks. Well, this, No, he, he's, he's listed uh, Jeff Johns' PGA as a producer in oh, this film. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was going to say he's in the, the production book, like the art book. Mm-hmm. We just got it in at my work, coming out this Tuesday. Ooh. Um, how is it? It's all right. The art book. The art book. It's they're, they're interesting designs. I was mostly just trying to. I was. They didn't have anything on Steppenwolf. was like very little like design work of Steppenwolf, and so and that's, they
1: nailed it on their first try. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Any yeah. So it's like
2: some guy just scratched on a napkin and just like got it.
1: He's like, Um, what if we made his chin balls? I'm thinking like a hammerhead shark with a ball sack. Yeah,
2: no, that's what I was was hoping to see, like, all right, let's see the iterations that they didn't go with. And there was nothing there, which (laughs) makes me think that they really didn't design. It was always going to be CG, so there was no costume designer ever coming up with a design for it. It was all just going to be models, so they didn't include
0: those. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did they build any sets no. no, it's this, like guys, this movie? just
4: go to a real cornfield. There are so many cornfields. Yeah. What, we have the, a plethora of corn. Just go find one. We have mostly
0: corn in the middle of this country. Yeah, <laughs> go, go
4: during magic hour. And can we just for half a second a don't lamp. ruin the lamp?
0: No, I keep there's it. so
4: much, and I hate. Okay, I hate Superman's suit.
0: Yes, okay. I hate it. Worst it version of his glowy. suit. It's 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 a weird color. Like oh, there's all these weird muscle accents in the whole thing. It looks very bizarre. I mean, like I. I actually, like, I'm not a huge, huge fan of, like, the the Man of Steel suit, but that looks better than this.
4: This is so weird next to everybody.
2: Superman doesn't need armor. Superman (laughs) could, like, come up with a reason for it to look like cloth or look a little better than it's just, like, the George Reeves, Christopher Reeves um, spandex thing. Like, come up with a reason for it to, but, like, he doesn't need armor plating, all this stuff, like... Give him something a little bit better, wanted, something a little bit more classic.
4: I want to know what you thought. I have questions like for kind of everybody, but I want to know what you thought of Superman in this because you're like the biggest Superman fan that I know. I'm talking to Frank, people who can't see me gesturing emphatically. <laughs> they knew, and they know, <laughs> and also of his costume because I know you like Superman and I know you're real into costumes.
2: And we know you like beefcakes.
1: That's
4: yes. right.
3: Oh, yeah. done and
4: done. Beef Not forget chest hair. Pies, Jessica. ideally beef, <laughs> but, beef pies. That's right.
1: Mullets, I Chili. think, are, are in your wheelhouse. Yep,
4: <laughs> uh, I,
3: I was, I was, I had heard before going in, like, oh my gosh, Henry Frank Man, is Frank is this. rocking a mullet right now for, right. Our, for our audience members that can't see him. <laughs> That's right, R- uh, right, in yeah, a You're, salute to the 90s Superman. To,
2: to kick you kicked off, uh, how do you feel about the super mullet not appearing?
3: thankful that's my least favorite like, we just discussed the super mullet yeah, i didn't know it existed oh, it's it's not yeah. mullet. But he's better than that I, would you guys have
0: liked to have seen the black and silver suit at some point
3: <laughs> it though? would have been that would have been cool yeah to, i to was really that. disappointed yeah. there wasn't in there at all that we just instead get him shirtless instead
4: so you said you'd heard that, that you'd, you'd heard like oh that henry cavill's really good in this so what did you
3: oh yeah that uh, he's like oh my gosh he smiles he's great it's like a, uh, it's a you know like an optimistic superman which I don't know, I mean, he, he was better than he's been before, but we still saw so little of him though, too. That I thought I was really disappointed. Yeah by that. I
4: yeah. I was really, we're mm-hmm. real, like, mm, uh, well, I, so, I, I, I was so bummed about with Lois Lane. Like, you s- ruined me with the Lois Lane Superman issue where they get married because she was so fucking awesome in that issue. And you come here and she's just like, well, oh, I can't save the world with my words. And then it's well, like final monologue. It's like, well, you haven't monologued this whole time. It, where does this monologue come from?
0: Monologue. It was her monologue. It also I, didn't I just help. Kept, I
4: thought it was going to keep going and then just ended what I felt like mid sentence. And I'm like, oh, that's the last words of the film.
0: Yeah. Okay. It, it didn't help that Amy Adams clearly did not want to be there. <laughs>
2: Like okay, we 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 were gonna try and discuss individually our which characters. characters. To okay, be there. okay, sorry, sorry. Let's, let's no, 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 no. Well, let's let's start that off with which actors do you think wanted to be there and which ones didn't want to okay, be there?
0: Okay, I, I can answer this very quickly. Uh, Jason Momoa wanted to be there. Yes. Ezra Miller wanted to be there. Um, Ray Fisher, I believe, is that's the actor on Cyborg. Yeah. *Cyborg*. I think he
3: kind <laughs> was of, just glad to kind to be there. of <laughs> wanted
0: to be there. <laughs> And that's it.
3: You don't think Gal Gadot wanted to be there?
0: I, you know, I love Gal Gadot in Wonder Woman. I have issues with the third act of that movie, but I have, never have issues with her in that movie. I think she's amazing. I think she's perfect casting. I feel like they did not get a good performance out of her in this one. Like maybe it didn't help that the, the direction she was giving was poor, or it didn't help that she didn't have good people to bounce off of, because, like. Ben Affleck didn't even phone it in, he texted it in. Like I, he was putting in no I, effort on this whatsoever. I thought
4: Gal Gadot actually did really well. I think especially in the like the more conversational moments, I think she had a lot of really nice subtlety. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she was shot strangely. Yeah, like there was somewhere like oh, all like, like this yeah. so much ass. But yeah. I was I was like mm, the ass. But then also like there were so many like shirtless men that I'm like mm, all right, there's something for everyone. Beefcakes, Frank. Beefcakes, Frank. <laughs> but like <laughs> she was shot so very like um, the angles were just like every time they showed her, she's doing this thing
0: just like this weird smolder sort and of I thing and I feel yeah, yeah and like
4: every single thing and I, I don't feel like they shot her that way or no. di- and that's all direction and that's DP well that's yeah well, that's and, the difference between know, Patty Jenkins and exactly. Zack Snyder, and, you know, and, and I it? think yeah. that was very evident because I think the moments where she got to be just like conversing and like the i thought she had some nice moments she in mm-hmm. yeah, you
5: know?
0: with she and cyborg yeah i with
4: that actually yeah and i thought that she was she played those moments very like nicely and understatedly she actually was not would not have been my first choice for this character mm-hmm. but i she's blow, she's very much impressed me i think yeah. she's blown me away so yeah i don't know but
2: there will you can make a gender studies course yes comparing the wonder woman stuff in bvs and this to Wonder Woman. Oh, certainly. Because you're, you're you're right. It's it is. You this is the different difference between Patty Jenkins and Zack Snyder.
4: Yes. Did
1: you see the the image that came out comparing the just the Themysciran armor between the two films?
4: Oh, I didn't see, but I I noticed it in the theater. Mm-hmm. I was looking at it. I was just like, mm. and All her costume. All those very practical tube tops. Yeah, I know, right? But even just like her her costume. Weirdly enough, it's like, oh, did we lose some? We've gone from a full coverage bat bottom to a cheeky now. Like it's gone. It's like this, the, and, uh, and upskirt shots. And I never, ever felt like, uh, I just never felt watching the, I felt like she was like fully owning her body in the other movie, but I never, ever felt like, oh, I'm just supposed to be staring at her ass right now. There was you a know? really
1: interesting, on a weird place that I found this, it was on some random like fitness YouTube channel, mm-hmm. uh, but they were interviewing her stunt double, mm. and she was talking about the differences between working in Wonder Woman and the Justice League, she said her biggest thing being a stunt double is... Uh, in Wonder Woman, she was able to wear knee pads because like the armor would cover knees and elbows and so mm-hmm. she could wear pads. In this, she had to like do it yeah like like in a, an unsafe environment, basically. Yeah, or, like, that's, she and couldn't I, wear that anymore.
4: No I think that says a lot, you know, it really does. And I loved that was one thing in the first that I loved that they had the um the arm guards for their quivers. Yeah. You know, like they had shit that made sense. Yeah. You it, know?
0: It felt like in Wonder Woman she was portrayed as beautiful and powerful. Mm. And this time she's portrayed as like sexy and badass. And those aren't quite the same things. Yeah. And
2: well the only time she really shines that like the Wonder Woman you see in in the the solo film, the only time that ever shines in BVS is that time where she gets like sucker punched by uh doomsday, gets knocked against the 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 cement and then just like shakes it off and smiles as she jumps back in. Mm-hmm. And everything else is just either she's fucking hot or you're right. She's a badass. Like this doesn't feel like an empowered thing. in a lot of the fights, Like you kind of also have to remind yourself. Oh yeah, that's right. She's a God now. Cause yeah. like in wonder woman, she was a lot more vulnerable and that sort of plays in her fights. But now she's like God mode.
4: And, and frankly, a couple of times I was like, Oh, all right, we get it. Like she's also maternal. She's like, The woman you want is your mom and the one you want to fuck. She's like, I work with children. (laughs) It's like, all right. Yeah, she should
2: have, like, looked at the camera. I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. and just
4: it's kind of, like, weird. And it's, it's subtle. I don't know if you know I, and I honestly I, I didn't go in looking for that like and for the most part I, I was surprised I was surprised by how much I enjoyed this movie because I was fully exp- I went in like mmm angry I was so mad and I saw every post from you about it, what garbage it was I, I literally
0: <laughs> told people don't go see it I know you did I've <laughs> warned everyone I've had friends go and see it I'm like why why did you do it
4: I because I had to talk well, about I know, it I know, I, we, we were we were set
0: we had to do it <laughs>
4: yeah
0: we yeah. had to do it I had other friends who did not have to then Record a podcast about, it. and I told I, them I don't, don't go, and they said I'm going to go anyways. I'm like no, don't.
4: I, I, but I. There were some good moments in here, but I, but I was especially now that we're discussing it. I'm just like, oh, yeah, okay, I get it. Like she's really hot and really beautiful, but also kind of your mom. It's like, can we dissect that? Can we? Can we there that talk about a class? Yeah. Being yeah. Taught on the edible complex. So this whole thing.
0: kind of along those lines, how does this film make you guys <laughs> feel about the previous? DCEU films like do you feel any differently about them now that you've seen this one
3: I mean it's tough because I mean I feel like the first two Man of Steel and Batman E Superman which were kind of such duds yeah and just the characterization of Superman was just awful like I don't need to see a dark and gritty or gloomy Superman it was just like seeing a movie about two gloomy dudes and it's like no we need to have Superman supposed to be the contrast the balance of Superman to Batman, and we did, never got that.
0: Did you feel that um, the little bit of screen time that Henry Cavill had this time around, and they were obviously trying to make him more optimistic? Do you feel that that worked?
3: Yeah, I, but it's just yeah. like, but we just, I mean, we just try to make the audience think like, hey, guess what? That you, Batman vs. Uh, Batman vs. Superman, it really wasn't as gloomy as you thought, guys. It was really, he was a really cool dude the whole time. I was like, I, okay. there was the I... scene. Oh, so
4: you, you go. No, I I'm just I'm just gonna say it's the same it's just, just I hated Batman vs. Superman so much. Mm-hmm. I hated it so much, you guys, that I was angry through the whole thing. I sat and I was mad through the whole movie and then I was angry and mad during Suicide Squad. I was so upset. Oh, yeah. So for me, that there were moments in this movie that I wasn't angry and didn't want to like. Stri- I, the first when Batman versus Superman, I wanted to just like j- I wanted to just like j- choke him did you so that he did, was it s- expressed something. flames, flames <laughs> <Huh? laughs> on yeah. the side of your face. <laughs> just on the side of my face. <laughs> Yeah, I was so angry. Uh all the flames and crocodile nonsense. But yeah, I I wanted to like just choke yeah. him so that I would some something would happen.
3: Well, they have that scene at the beginning of the movie which is part of the reshoots where it's like shot on a killed cell phone and he's interviewing Superman. Oh, and, oh my god. And I just uh, like that scene I was just like No. Mm.
2: But I was, I la- la- the the first laugh this movie got from me was when it intentionally cut just before What do you like about this world? Uh cut. It's like yeah. Oh fuck you, Zack Snyder! Superman <laughs> can he has to fucking think about what he and he couldn't even come up with anything. It's just like fuck you, like that. But I get what you're saying. Like it was just such a weird scene to start off with. But it was just also like just this cementing of why Zack Snyder's point of view on that character doesn't work.
3: It's a shame that it's been allowed to go that long, and I feel like that's maybe the problem of not having like a Jeff Johns installed, like a Kevin Feige right from the get go. Yeah, and that you have just. Too many people like letting bad choices be made about the way mm-hmm. that some of these long term well, characters are made.
2: Speaking of bad choices, I feel like this is the perfect time to finally bring this up. And that is Batman's stupid ass smile when Superman shows up for the first time. He looked
1: like, what is the. So, this was my me? biggest biggest problem with the movie. That
2: scene in particular? Because that was mine. The,
1: the <laughs> whole end fight sequence of the whole movie's building, the posters, the advertisements, everything's building to we need to be a team. We can't do this alone. That's the whole point between uh, Aquaman and Batman. It's like, we, no one man can do this. We have to do it together. And the final fight scene was them stalling for Superman to come and actually do it. It wasn't a team effort. It was, we are the backup line Waiting for the A team to show up, True. which is just Superman, and he's the only one that gets to hurt Steppenwolf. We're gonna we're gonna hit him with the with a sword and a trident real quick, so we can <laughs> we can look like we input it on in this fight. But they did nothing
5: in
2: that Cy- end fight. Cyborg should have had his like a mo- that. Sh- him separating the mother boxes should have been. The emotional climax of whatever his story is. Yes. Also, he, he should have had a moment. He should have been the one to like send him back. He should it shouldn't have been, oh, we inspired fear, so they'll attack you. It should have been like, boom, motherfucker, and then send him off. Yeah.
4: Didn't he also get pulled apart? Did I miss that? He did. I thought he got pulled apart. It was like, okay, you've all seen misery. I felt like Kathy Bates, like, you're you're trying to trick us. Like he didn't get out of the cock duty car. It's like he got pulled apart. And then he was just like, boop, and I'm fine, and standing up. I was mm-hmm. like, nah. Well,
1: they probably, had, like, you're, we're probably gonna get a moment of like, oh, that was just like the mother box repairing itself. Kind whatever.
4: Of he got his arm shredded, and I was like, oh shit. And then I was like, paying attention, because I was like, oh, he is gonna get ripped apart. And then he did get ripped apart, and then he was back in one piece. We mm-hmm. didn't even we didn't see the healing properties, we didn't see anything like that. That made me mad, but not as mad as Batman's suit now being a two piece. That upset me.
0: Oh, like the what? under the underlayer, yeah. He, it,
4: he was it was his whole it was his whole suit, but he was like, oh, and, but it's too, here's like my shirt is separate from my pants. Is Isn't supposed to be oh. one piece? Oh.
0: Not in the comics. Really? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's how you get shirtless Batman fighting Ra's al Ghul. It's two pieces.
4: All right. Well, it looks stupid.
2: I mean, that's okay. what we need to build. They've uh, like dumb, now that he's though. now that he's old now that he's old Batman. We can't get shirtless I, Ra's al Ghul I, desert I, fights.
0: I mean, I would agree that we, or we, or shirtless uh,
2: pseudo rape
0: scenes to create Damian Wayne. Oh no. <laughs> uh, we 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 do need uh, shirtless Batman with the cow on. It just has to be someone other than Ben Affleck. Because look, he got. Ripped like he got jacked for Batman vs. Superman, and this he was he just no. Can
4: I say, just, just doey no? reshoots? The, the,
0: <laughs> yeah, right? Oh,
4: I feel bad. I don't want to like, I don't want to body shame Batman, but, uh, but heavy, can... heavy. Bat. Can I just say, Batfleck literally took out a villain with his girth.
5: Yeah, <laughs> he literally,
4: he, the first one of the first people I saw him take out in this film, he jumped while everybody else is like Bear, speed and like Bear, all these things. He literally jumped. <laughs> and left off the top story and landed on a guy and and crushed him with his body weight. Yeah. And then like tottered like teetered off to I, fight.
0: I think we can feel comfortable body shaming Ben Affleck.
4: No, because he doesn't seem what? like a nice person? Like little bit love that.
2: Or because of his phoenix tattoo on the back that they had to cover up. Like that fe- is look at the phoenix or is it the band phoenix? No, it is a giant <laughs> ass uh, this, this was revealed to me just this week just before I saw the movie. So it's, which is insane to think because we see that whole back. His back is this huge Phoenix thing that he got post-Jennifer Garner divorce. Oh, that's
5: so like he the... has
2: gotten it oh since signing the, up Wait for these for
5: movies.
0: It. What, why didn't you just it's, buy a Porsche like a normal person going go through a midlife it's crisis? It's huge. Look
2: at it.
4: For, it's his time? whole
2: back. Oh, it oh. is
0: straight up. Everybody, if you're
4: listening to this and you need to, pause the podcast and go Google Ben Affleck, Phoenix Tattoo, and then come back, and we'll be here to, 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 to you to yell about it.
3: Do, I mean, do you guys like him as Batman in this movie, or do you feel like, no. is, is he worse than he was in Batman versus Superman? Is he phoning it in more? He has a line
1: that I think portrays him perfectly, and it's when him and Wonder Woman are arguing about if Superman should come back, and I think Alfred steps in as, like, why do you want Superman? He's like, he needs to be the leader. And at this point, he's more human than I am. And I think that's, <laughs> like, yeah, that's a stupid line. But I think that also is, like, like that is why Batman just doesn't care. is because, like, he's seen everything bad at this point. Like, he's just saving the world because, like... Feels like he has to at this point. He, there's no other reason besides but I, like this is a chore for me to do. I'm I under
2: contract it. with Gotham City. <laughs> yeah, it's a 10-picture it. deal. We've only done eight.
3: <laughs> that line would have meant more to me God. if the relationship in Batman vs. Superman was more amicable. Yeah, a lot longer. It's I don't know if we needed to have them. it uh, spent too long getting them to fight than the actual fight. And then I just so I felt like that was a nice line, but I felt like there was just no emotional weight behind it, because like, these guys no, hated each other.
0: I, I would agree with that. Like I, I came out of Batman v Superman going, look, this movie is fucking garbage, but I was at least optimistic of where Ben Affleck would go with it, because he seemed like he was... I, I was curious to see where he'd go with it. He seemed to have at least something interesting to do. He had no character in this whatsoever.
2: Well, it seems like it's also g- based on his loss of everything else. Like the the Batman movie, the writing and all that stuff. Like losing that has sort of like now he's sort of tanking it. It seems like I,
0: I after BVS, I wanted him to continue after this. I really want him to get replaced. Mm. Like I, I, I re- I'm like adamant about it now. Like I really want him gone. How would they um, give
3: him, like, a Matt Reeves Batman if that happens and he stays around for that? i like to see I, what that would I do. I
0: mean, maybe with a better director, maybe if he actually gave a shit. I think the problem is he doesn't give a shit anymore.
3: Well, I think if he was given better material to at least invest in, like, this stuff has been kind of...
1: Here, here's, here's my pitch for Flashpoint. <laughs> the We're going to get the Batman versus Deathstroke fight scene. Flash is going to go back in time. When we come back, they're going to switch roles, and Joe Manganiello is now Batman. Oh. As he strikes down Ben Affleck, and he we don't <laughs> see him again after that.
4: <laughs> I actually, this was kind of the I don't know. I did not like, I did not like Affleck at the beginning. I thought he was not bad in this, and I think it's also really hard to say like, oh, that person's like miserable in this role. It's hard. To, it's hard for me to to make that call. Like I, I don't know. I think it's again, it's all in the direction. Yeah, well, that, what, but I think he had moments of like of of kind of being a mentor. And yet, some of the the humor shit was so ham-fisted that I'm like, I don't want that. But I, but, but there were, <laughs> but there were a couple moments that I didn't mind. I thought his relationship with with uh, the Flash was was okay. I thought he played but it fine. But there was a beard question I had. because oh yeah, at the go beginning back to the of the beard.
3: Movie, He's got, he, he's, he's like yeah. Gotham City, and he's fighting, and he gets a guy, and he fights a parademon, yeah. and then he goes to find Aquaman, and he's rocking a full beard, and yeah. that is-
2: How long was he gone?
3: It, it, it makes I it had seem the same like thought. It's like he just went the next day. Yeah. Later that day, he Yeah, that off, was weird. And then he shaves it off, like, wait a minute, where did you get that beard from?
0: Well, they had to find a way to get that Gillette product placement in there <laughs> somewhere. Brought to you by yeah. Gillette and Mercedes. Mercedes doesn't make a Razor, so they had to go to some other company to well, get Well, that's probably that there.
2: fucking stupid reshoots. Uh, he well, probably had a beard, and it was probably earlier, and you reached out to him, and it didn't work, and da 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 da
3: That Lexus I product right. placement, though, for that car when he gets in, whatever. Mercedes. Oh, was it Mercedes? Mercedes. That oh, it? Was Mercedes. oh, Mercedes. oh, oh that was a Mercedes, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys.
1: Uh, okay, I want to try and streamline this as little as I can. Do it. We've made it through two heroes so far. Yes. Oh, boy. Uh, we do have a resident expert of one of these heroes here with
3: us oh, in the flesh.
4: Yes.
1: Frank uh, talking about Cyborg. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: let's hear about the Flash. Trevor. First off, you go. Okay.
4: Yeah. So many questions.
2: So many questions. I mean, what's well, already like the Flash is on such rocky ground already. In? Be- because we've had the weird, the weird-ass dream sequence. Just in this, it's like, uh, 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 this is a two-pronged thing of The Flash being on such rocky ground in the DCEU up until before this movie came out. The weird dream sequence in BVS and then his one-off thing with Captain Boomerang and Suicide Squad. And so it's
4: like, all right, mm, fun. And we are disregarding, for the sake of this conversation, are we keeping tele- uh, TV Flash out of it?
2: Oh, he is out. Great. He is gone. Okay, good. All right, he, great. Uh, Grant Gustin is in the better multiverse. Great, thank you. Um, yeah, so this is what well, grand custom will not in, be involved in this whatsoever. Okay. Um, but so it's like, all right, that's all already kind of weird. And then you have like the additional behind the scenes stuff of the flash movie supposed to be happening n- next year. And it has gone through directors. Um, like it's already gone through two, if not three at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like already like a super rocky foundation. And and you have one of the, like his foundational character is already said he's not going to be in the next one, which is Billy Crudup as right. his dad. So it's like, all right, well, there goes the huge emotional connection that you've established in this film that you will have to reestablish in the next.
3: I feel like, don't you feel like though that since we've seen for
2: yeah know, we three... don't
3: fucking need him again in the oh but like we've seen this story played out on the TV show for you know not maybe two hundred. his again,
2: but again this shows Jeff Johns' power because that is a Jeff Johns created thing. Uh, my dad. My dad is an old school Barry Allen guy, like from the start. Yeah, and he's just like that was never there. This whole dad, uh, mom revenge thing. He got into crime because of like a. Basically, he gave him a Batman origin,
3: and which I hate about that because I feel like it, that that is such a boat anchor origin on that character. Yeah, unnecessarily because mm-hmm. I feel like every writer now focuses on that.
2: Yeah, no, he should just be a man dedicated to doing good because that's also the the, like that's the thing that's i mean obviously they're totally like aping the tony stark peter parker although i mean they came out so close together that there's no way they could have really known about it um but that's very similar uh thing is this like mentor mentee because in the comic books they're like they get along because they're the two crime fighters, like actual like police work, detective work. That's where they get along because Bear will just talk shop with Bruce.
3: Yes, I, which I was like, and I don't feel like you don't need to, not every hero has to have a tragic backstory. Yeah, no, no
2: I, I I I like the fact that the Flash originally just was a cop, uh, and um, he just got hit with lightning, realized his powers, and started going off.
4: Was he super young in that?
2: No, he he's he was an adult. Okay, like like he wasn't
4: like a young cop.
2: No, no, no. He's that nebulous adult age where it's he's not he's probably older than not a girl,
4: not yet a woman.
0: (laughs) No, he's definitely
2: he was definitely a man. Okay, but this is Ezra Miller is definitely not yet a man, but not a boy.
0: Yeah. How did you guys feel about Ezra Miller as the Flash?
2: I liked it. Like I mean, it's it's just like I wish I want to see more of the actual Flash as opposed to this retconned. Wally Berry hybrid um, that we get with Ezra Miller. Like, I'd rather see like a contemporary of Bruce Wayne and see that relationship, that dynamic, as opposed to this mentor mentee
4: dynamic. I, I thought he was cute and like likable. Like, I was like, oh, he's like a little adorable. And I thought he did really well with what he was given, which to me throughout the entire movie, but especially with him and with Cyborg, is like, oh, I get it. It's like it sounds to me like a like late forties dudes writing what they think kids talk like. Yeah. Does it mm-hmm. make sense? And I feel like a lot of his dialogue was like that. Like bro, like what's the deal with brunch? It's like all right, he's not like so awkward he doesn't know what brunch is and let's look like, we have he to just was that like was them. that jocks, was that joke like so successful the first time that we had to bring it back at the end? Like I don't know that it was.
1: Oof. I so <laughs> I in the trailers <clears throat> It looked like we were going to get an interesting use of super speed. We mm-hmm. had the lightning effect going on whenever he used it. Oh, I hated that. <laughs> but, okay.
2: Yeah, he's too powerful. Like, um, right off the bat, he's too powerful. There's no way. Like, again, now he can't fight the rogues. Mm-hmm. The, they've made the flash too powerful the same way Superman's too powerful that he can't just go fight a pickpocket.
1: Yeah, like
2: the Flash is way too goddamn powerful. He can
1: fly. But, but what I really upset me with this movie is how they didn't try anything new. We got yes. the exact same speed effect that we got with the past two Quicksilvers. Like even the Flash TV show, they get to do some fun stuff. Like in the uh, in that brief fight moment between Superman and Flash, that was a boring underwater fight for me. It was slow motion. You see Superman turn his head. I want a full like. I I was gonna ask who's your favorite speedster on film and television. Um, I mean,
2: the the Quicksilver sequences in X Men are like the the level of like speed in film. Mm Because I mean, Grant Cuspin is. I mean, Grant Custon is just the next is the fifteen years later of the Superman blur effect. Yeah. And so it's just him in front of a green screen always running against a sped up background, yeah, and but so,
3: th- th- that from the season premiere where he's running up the other side of that windmill up to, uh, yeah, to get, yeah, I love that, that's, that yeah, uh, stuff uh, like that. That was a great scene.
2: But again, like that shows that's ingenuity coming from the limited budget, yes. and these guys clearly have no imagination because they could do literally anything, and yeah, you're right. The best effect is the Superman like showing that he's fast too well,
1: yes so, so here's, here's what I want a lot from d c. My favorite speedster on film is Dash from The Incredibles. Ooh, and nice. with having such a young Flash, I would have loved to see that interaction between him and Superman, where it's not a slow-mo, look, I can still see you bullshit that we get with everything slow-mo. I want Flash to, like, s- like bolt up, disappear, reappear, punch Superman a thousand times, go back, be like, yeah, what now? And Superman just, like, doesn't feel mm. anything. Like I yeah. want a super speed fight.
2: Well, this this uh, this is where Jeff Johns failed is because Jeff Johns has said in interviews Flash has to be the fastest mm-hmm. because if he's not, if Superman's faster than him, then what's the fucking point? Yeah. Good what's question. The po- yeah. What's, what's the point? Yeah. What's the point, point of, the of Flash? all of this? If if yeah. Again. <laughs> what are we that, doing here? This <laughs> is the pro- like that they it shows that just yeah, Su- Superman's the Deus Ex Machina of this. Yeah. He's just always gonna fucking like. How powerful is it like they made him Superman so powerful that it'd be ridiculous if, for anyone else to defeat anyone?
4: Yeah, and I, I guess that for me, going back to the I mean, I was joking earlier and I was like, oh, everyone can fly, but not really, because it's like I wanted to see we've got Aquaman. Aquaman is like the amount of time I saw Aquaman underwater was n- exactly never like you know what I mean there's like yeah. up at the beginning, and it was like that no, no, no whiskey pouch underwater rock music, and like, oh, well, I guess I'll just spend the rest of my time on land. I wanted there to be something I, it drives me crazy when I see these ensemble these ensemble films, and not everybody's skills are utilized, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and it just becomes like well, we'll all we'll all just fly then like it's not you know whereas like oh there's something like, he's in the air like he could have
2: like what is the complete opposite of being underwater yeah
4: and i get and i like and i think that they did a great job of being like like he can't he doesn't he's not a mermaid like he can be on land like that's mm-hmm. fine and he can still be awesome on land but i wanted to see that utilized somehow
3: well because he never like swims it's like he flies underwater, underwater. yeah he never swims which I was like, eh. I mean, and I don't know, maybe it looks too dopey of somebody like doing this. It looked, and like, it looked their like, legs. He, like it
4: looked like he like. Did anybody know. else see um Swiss Army Man? Mm-hmm. It looked like he was just farting his way through the water. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's my does. fart jokes. <laughs>
1: uh, I do want to say I think the coolest underwater moment that we had was Mira as Steppenwolf was going for the mother box. Mira opens like an air bubble uh, and yeah, he just cool. sinks. Yeah, uh, I th- I thought that was great, and then I did have the question afterward of like, oh, how are they going to talk? And I was ready for like. Sign language, maybe,
3: yeah. It's like, what well, they do they, make the air bubble, and... I don't, which I don't like. It's like, just talk. I mean, I'm talking reading the Comic books, you, you're taught they're talking underwater, like, just talk underwater, guys. Yeah, you can just do it. I believe you guys, you can make it happen, right? So, I hate it. Like, if that's what the Aquaman movie is going to be like, where they always have to constantly make air bubbles, hey, yeah, you're taking so away all the talk. cool,
4: all the cool thing about being underwater. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, exactly. It's like you're just there. Just do your thing. Now it's just a
1: city in a
3: bubble that just happens to not be on land. But I like that she was kick-ass, though. It was cool to see Mira get a, get a little chime to shine. Also,
4: yeah. why did he kick off? He, he took off his jacket and his shirt to swim, but he didn't take off his pants or his boots. Who's going to swim with boots on?
3: I feel like Blue Jean. <laughs> I
4: just, I just didn't. I don't understand it. I thought. Hot licks. Yeah, I mean, I know we get,
3: we're getting his movie, so I mean, I guess like we'll learn more about him. Like, I guess accepting his mantle and deciding to take over being the king. Yeah, of but the again, planets.
2: like, what's his story moving forward? Like another like missed opportunity. Like we have no fucking clue as to what his relationship is to those
0: people.
3: No, other than just that, like, that he just turned he, his back on because his, his mom abandoned him with his dad, and so he like hates. Atlantis. Yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> they
0: gave him a bit there, right? I mean, it was like, okay, like, yeah, he never felt like he belongs. So he didn't show up. It, it, it did seem weird, though, because he just, he says, oh, I've never come back to Atlantis, I don't want to be here, but then he also just goes there. He just, like, like he walks a moment suit. and just walks on in. Yeah. He just, and and, like,
4: reclaims his suit and his identity. Like, his also, suit was so, I was like, oh, I get it. He's, like, this rock and roll, like, the you know anarchy. I wear leather jackets and pants, and like I don't have yeah. a suit. And then he came walking in, and and he's like oh, yeah. full like his full Atlantean.
2: What well, d- he had and it on like, starting when he shows up in the tunnel, right? Yeah, yeah. but that was and like from that point but on. It,
4: but it's like I guess for me, I saw that very symbolic of like him embracing like oh this is who I am. But I didn't see the moment. Yeah, yeah. where that I, happened. There, there
0: didn't feel like there was an emotional. Like arc to correspond with him showing up that the suit. Also, what yeah. what did you guys think of Aquaman's suit?
5: <laughs>
0: I I didn't I didn't love it. I'm hoping they do some sort of redesign when it comes around to the actual Aquaman movie. It just it felt very boring. It felt very generic. Yeah. Like.
4: How about his trident?
0: I mean his pentant because it, ha- it wasn't even a trident. Like pentant.
4: It was. Kind is that of what it's
0: called? It was five. I don't know. I don't yeah, it know. Five five like,
2: pentant. Too many
4: points. Pentant. So why? I didn't understand. I. I didn't understand. It was too small.
3: Well, I guess we get that nice little moment between him and Wonder Woman where he's sitting on her magic lasso. That's the, f- yeah.
4: Did you guys like that? Yeah. Last moment? Yeah. That falls into like one of the things we liked about Wonder Woman, which is like the everyday uses of the lasso. Yeah. It's kind of a fun thing. No, And just
2: a natural moment that extends out from a character as mm. opposed to witty banter or commenting on a situation or anything like that. It's a natural moment and yeah. that's why it works.
4: Yeah. I like seeing them all hang out. I like that. That w- I'm, gonna, I'm sorry. I don't have anything to do with Aquaman? I liked it when uh when one woman's like, if I wanted to call, to kill you or call you out, whatever, I would have done it by the lake. Like she knew that Cyclops was there, not Cyborg. Cyclops, Cyborg. 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 Yeah. Sorry. Same. Same deal, basically. <laughs> Potato. <laughs> yeah. That's it. We can come back to talking about Aquaman now. I just I like this no. mo- I like the little moments between them, and that's why I just wish this this should have been just like a this should have been a rom com or something. Well, I feel like. like- And not a stupid, like this, the high points of this film for me were just them interacting. And like, you bring in the stupid, dumb, what's Steppenwolf. So, okay, okay, along along those
0: lines then. So, I mean, we know moving forward, Zack Steiner's not doing any more of these films. Like for, for the wrong reasons, but he's gone.
4: What's the wrong reason?
0: His, yeah, family, his family, family tragedy. Yeah. So he's stepped oh, away from the whole thing. Yeah, so it's like it's 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 not the right circumstances for him to be gone, but he is in fact gone, gone. from this. Okay. he's gone, and gone, gone forever, or just gone for a while. I, I think, I think, probably He's on going to be next. gone forever. I think one, he wouldn't well, want to. It'd be, it'd be, I mean, from a personal perspective, it'd be, I would imagine it be very difficult to come back into any sort of stuff given like the, his family tragedy happened and the making of this. But also, I think on the DC side, they clearly understand that maybe they need to go in different direction. Yeah,
2: so, it feels like an opportunity being seized unfortunately yeah for it's, it's the wrong
0: circumstances so he's gone so let's say that we do get a just league sequel it's going to be them going up against the injustice society it's going to be a different director was there enough in this for you guys to be excited about that possibility or are you done because i think i'm done
4: i want to see their individuals
0: I, I, i'm I, excited individual about films i yeah. don't give
4: a shit about the next justice league no movie. I, I don't I, care I, yeah. I'm, excited for I'm tired. Two, I'm fatigued. For
0: yeah, I'm. I'm like it, I, yeah. At this point, it's, it's like for the podcast. Yeah, no. Yeah. I if I legitimately uh, if I didn't have to see it for this, I wouldn't have seen this. Movie. People
4: got guys. The people have to know what we think about it. <laughs> we have to keep bringing it to the people. They have to know. They I mean, have to know. I have no. But well, that was
2: that was somewhat some uh, <laughs> like back in a compliment I, uh, review that I read that it got highlighted in one of those like what are the critics saying was. See this movie so you could be part of the conversation. Yeah, <laughs> like that was the best pitch they yeah. could give for
1: this. So, so to to summarize for the people that have listened for an hour and a half and aren't are still on the fence, would you recommend this movie, everyone?
3: Man, this is like a definition of a meh movie for me. I mean, it's no. Just, yeah, it's, we, we know your opinion at this point. Uh, <laughs> no, it, you know, it's just it's not. I I didn't hate this movie. Didn't make me as angry as Batman versus Superman Amen. did. Mm-hmm. That one made me just angry about yeah. all the wrong steps they made. This one doesn't, but it also doesn't do anything to get me just jazzed. I was just like, I watch it. You, you smile a couple times at a couple little bright spots, but you're otherwise just like... I, they- I
1: had this question going in of like, would I rather want a meh movie or a bad movie? Because we've had a lot of, in the past couple years, we've had a lot of like just passes the bar, like 40% movies.
4: It's very frustrating. When you can see potential, it's yes. almost more frustrating than, than a this, bad movie. I
1: think this tipped the line to the bad movie. But it's kind of a fun bad movie. Like, we always joke about good bad movies and bad good movies. Mm-hmm. I would say this just made it to the bottom of the like good bad movie list for me. Like I'll watch it again at some point. I, I would classify this as just a flat out bad bad movie. Like, it, it made me really, sl- this sounds
0: strange, slightly appreciative for Suicide Squad and Batman vs Superman if only because those movies were trying to do something. They fundamentally misunderstand their characters and they make horrible decisions, but they were actually trying to be full-on films in their own right. They had some sense of ambition.
4: How dare you, sir? <laughs>
2: no, like, I mean, I just, well, no, this was but, like, definitely this, made by committee. Well, yeah, this yeah. was made by
0: the committee. There was, nothing, there, was, there was no risk taken on this. There was no ambition. There was no energy. There was no trying to do anything... Interesting. It was just so impossibly generic. Look, don't be well, wrong. Well, I'm not gonna go back and rewatch Batman v Superman. Thank you. But I can at least say that that had moments that felt cinematic. I don't think this had any whatsoever.
3: And maybe you feel different. though. Oh, I'm sorry, Amanda. No, go ahead. You, if Zack Snyder had, had been able to finish this whole thing, nothing had happened in his personal life, and he kind of made this all the way through the end. Because I feel the combination of him and Joss Whedon it does, I think, increase the mehness of it. It's yeah. just Two kind of very, I think, totally different kind of approaches kind of coming together that don't necessarily fit.
4: Do you think, though, that this one was made more for the fans, while the other one was made more? Because I feel like this film, just from what I've kind of seen and heard, that this one was maybe trying to do more fan service, whereas the other one was trying to do more cell um, action figures.
0: I I I don't think this was made for the fans. Okay. Like what what I read from this was um we're desperately trying to course correct. Okay. Um I, I also don't think Batman vs. Superman was made that movie was made for one fan, Zack Snyder.
3: Mm. It was amazing like that and Man of Steel like, that got made that are just so totally against what audiences right. really wanted. Mm.
0: And and I think they've screwed themselves a little bit, especially because, you know, I, I asked you, Frank, what you thought about Uh, henry cavill i feel like the problem is so now they're trying to be optimistic with him but they that's not who they cast they can't i i don't think he's right for this role they cast the broody superman and that's what they did now like oh he's got to be the upbeat positive superman i didn't buy those scenes when he was trying to be that way
3: yeah because we never got to see him really be that in the other two films yeah now we're seeing it i mean if they want to go more in this direction we see another film where he can be like this yeah they do the man of steel two film and we get to see him like this yeah, but would be more more on board by the end of it. Like, yeah, now I'm getting to see Superman. I enjoy. It. Yeah, I,
2: there's something about him that has an old school charm that taps into Christopher Reeve and That's George Reeves, yeah. and yeah, I, I, and, and, and the voice and everything. But I think you're right. I think that was never on their minds. Yeah, when
0: they cast him. To be and, fair, I liked him in Man of uh, um, Man from Man of Munkle.
4: Yeah, so, m- maybe I and, liked him in tutors. Hmm. Oh, I've never actually watched he was Dreamy in tutors. So. But
3: I do like that they lighten up the suit, which is nice. And uh le- but let's take a moment because I do Cameron and you guys mentioned just when he shows up at the end and the chest hair is peeking out over <laughs> the top of the suit, I'm like, seriously, guys? You, nobody said like, hey, we should at least Laser that Shave his. I, this. I, I, you didn't
4: I'm, like. You didn't like. You had a big uh, problem with that. It's I, so I'm, funny because you guys feel very opinionated about that. And I guess I just didn't. I, I, like, I have
0: you? strong opinions about chest hair. I was not. Uh, I was not a big fan of okay. his chest hair in All this. Right.
3: But okay. it's like, wouldn't you look like in the mirror? You get. You put on your costume. At some point, you see a reflective surface, and you see yourself. You're like, whoops. Uh oh. You, uh-oh, you trim. Test. And you've got yeah. heat vision. You've got yeah. your own personal. Like you can just bounce it off the mirror and just. Zzzz.
4: Do You guys, Take this is right a real off. question. Bruce I'm, I'm really curious. Him. Do you guys do if I mean I don't know your chest or situations, but I guess like if you were wearing a shirt that like showed Leah, like a little peek, would you groom is that something yeah. that you're supposed to I do? I have I've I, done I, like I'm,
2: little stuff kind of like pe- like the random stray hair. Uh-huh. It's like, "Oh, that's kind of not supposed yeah. to be there."
1: Okay.
0: I'm, I'm I due for a trim actually. My razor's broken, so I need to get a new one, but I'm do due Do you for shave a
4: trim. your chest?
1: I don't
0: shave my chest. I trim it down though. Okay,
4: go. but He's it get so get sounds like that. would do Some
0: be behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, just. Save it for the next.
4: I feel next like cast. we've talked about my. La- we talked about my laser hair. Well, maybe just I've got. I get laser hair removal, guys. That's that's my. Oh, I should scenes. talk to you about that because I've been looking into that. We actually. should chat. I'll chat with you after. Okay, this. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Offline. <laughs> it. Offline Save a conversation. Not about for the cast. Here, no. Not for yeah. the cast. Well, this uh, this
2: shows <laughs> that the the best thing about crossovers is that it reveals things about characters that normally the regular environment wouldn't allow.
4: Oh, everyone <laughs> needed to know that about me. Um, yeah, I, okay. Well, that's in- – because I, I I didn't – it didn't really bother me so much. But oh. I – I, <laughs> you guys clearly feel very strongly about it. Mm. So I was just curious, okay, y'all, just like a look yeah. of indignation I, like, from all of you. Like
1: The only reason I brought it up was the very first – I've only – before going in, I only heard two reviews. And both were kind of out of my – it was someone having a conversation next to me. Uh-huh. And the first thing I heard out of someone's mouth was, be on the lookout for his chest hair. That's ah, so that's the only thing that's been in my mind since like Monday. Okay, It's like, it's going to be like a whole like cat on his chest or something. <laughs> you know what? My friend,
2: not to, sorry to cut you off. But my friend, junior year of high school, dressed up. He had chest hair, approximate, maybe even like Robin Williams level. Oh, this man, wow. this guy was hairy as a junior in high school. Um, and for Halloween, he was Superman. And he shaved the S. He shaved the symbol and everything. And he had that much chest hair to do it. Oh. And so his hair was just the S. I was going to say. In, and in, so that's what Henry Cavill should have done.
1: In college, that's exactly what he should have done. In college, uh, when I worked on the newspaper, there was the our like account manager, him, and a few of the other guys. They all, for Halloween, they shaved the bat signal into their <laughs> chest and it, i mean it, it's always one of my favorites see things.
2: that's what we need to see we need hairy men in these roles so they can shave the hero symbol into their chest hair yeah so, so even when they their shirt off we you know you still know who. who it is
1: yeah <laughs> for those people that have well, like face dysmorphic like that's not the right word people that yeah, like can't, can't recognize re- like faces like Brad Pitt. yeah they need that extra that extra layer to be like oh okay that's who i'm watching now <laughs>
4: they're going to be like oh no it's just one more body part for me to not be able to recognize so, so
0: with cyborg then like Trim his wires Ugh. into the shape of the. No, he just, he'd just be <laughs> the metal guy.
2: His hands. He's were cool. taken care of.
4: The mechanics, his hands looked cool. But again, screen. like, I wish. Like, no, you guys will just. No, oh, no, 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 oh, no, no, no. It's
2: like, That's I don't want to. Di- it's just, I wish, like, the. the the last seconds of him on screen is he finally gets the true blue costume it's like yes. that when he did the dis- the the motherboard thing the mother box thing that's when he should have changed mm. yes. it should have been final battle final power up he gets the new suit i'm back boom it's like no it's an after that hey guess what guys look out for cyborg next uh time because he's gonna be dr- different great
3: but nobody cares about cyborg after this film nobody does the other thing too i feel like there's a lot of people very liberal with the use of people's real identities like Clark, he gets thrown out a lot with police officers.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, oh, Lois yeah. like, oh my god, Clark, don't do that. There's yeah. a cop two feet yeah. from you. Also,
4: the cop is Clark useless. Kent. She comes, <laughs> yeah, she comes walking out. Carter? She comes Carter? walking out, and he's like, the cop literally, feebly with one hand is like. Uh, And then he just is like, I won't be able to catch her. I'm like, just what are you? You are useless.
3: Yeah, that way he's at least. I tried, guys. You saw me try. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. That or uh, like Aquaman throws out Bruce Wayne a lot. I mean, I know it's these these people, this small fishing fishing community, but still. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
4: he's, yeah. (laughs) I did have
3: that at the end of the movie. I had that thought
1: of like Clark was buried. I'm sure he has a death certificate. Yes. He can't go back to work.
4: Yeah, no, that's Like
1: he has to stay in that trench coat forever. A, like
2: <laughs> a year. Yeah. He yeah. was they said it's been a year since it. So he's been dead for a year. There's no way that he's like like the class thing oh, it's on assignment or anything yeah. like that. Like yeah. no, motherfucker, you were dead. You're Superman. Mm-hmm. deal with like and now we know
4: and you don't think people are gonna like you have this whole thing like people are, are like who's regulating the superheroes you don't think that's gonna freak them out it's like now they're zombies like <laughs> right it's the only thing <laughs> that didn't we have this a worse. funeral
1: for goddamn superman yeah, and exactly. now he's alive we have a whole monument set up be it now it's destroyed he's, so it's by fine. superman he threw yeah. his own
3: head but like, if Symbolism? the because the Clark, then they actually put a body in the casket. Like, if they if just like had done like a there's no body. Yeah,
1: we missed the body. Yes, then, uh, then
3: you could then say like he got killed in a big battle or and he, or he's yeah missing. he was
1: he was he was caught in the debris during yes. the, the Doomsday fight.
3: Yeah, yeah and, and he's just and he's missing. We can't mm-hmm. nobody can find him. And then you could have him come back. He to was light.
2: in Africa, in well, that. That's why I think uh, on, what I think, I think he like they they faked his death like he died in. uh... Like Africa or something like that. Like there was yes. the death of Clark Kent. Yep, and he like died on assignment. Yeah,
0: wasn't it in? I think in the comics the he was trapped in the rubble and it was like a weird thing where like that version of Supergirl wasn't from Krypton. She was like the Matrix or something. Yeah, shape shift and so she shape shifted into. Superman to like drag Clark out of the rubble and he was fine. And then I think in Superman Doomsday, the animated film, like he was the war correspondent, so everyone was like, "Oh, he may have been like killed on assignment." We don't know. And when he came back, it's like, "Ah, nah, he's fine. Yeah, he, he made it back." Like this, uh, clearly they're just gonna gloss over it entirely. They
4: mm-hmm. just gloss over. They're like, it's just like hands behind your back and whistle when you ask about like, "Well, what about Superman's death?" It's like we're just gonna make our own rules in this yeah. movie. Like none of it mattered. You know, what were we gonna say about
2: All Star Superman? I forget. Like, yeah, because he dies in dies in that too
1: well at the beginning they make the point i think they also probably make the point at the beginning of superman returns of like superman was off planet for months at the beginning of that movie and when he comes back like lois has some offhand comp- comment of like we thought you were like stranded on a I th- we thought you died on a boat like yeah. going somewhere and like yeah there was a million things you could do to kind of get around that
2: yeah but it's like man, no he, he was dead Mm-hmm. No one had any thought that he was gonna be, come
4: back.
3: Right. I just got a note that I know you also mentioned as well, Cameron. I have a couple uh, the, notes. The, the we the hit Russian... almost all of my
4: notes, but I have a couple. The notes. Russian, the Russian family. family. Yes.
3: Oh. Yes, lay Cameron. Come on. Okay. Come on, that bring it. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You're, so
2: I mean, the f- we're all in agreement that it took place in Sokovia. That yes. was where. <laughs> that's the DC Sokovia.
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm only assuming it's just a response to everybody griping about Man of Steel and the big the big fight in Metropolis oh, absolutely. so like let's just go to the desolate wanted... area
1: yeah cause that was all Joss was um, it? yeah according to unknown sources <laughs> um,
3: really? cause I mean I feel like the, like, the trailers that we've been seeing for the longest time it showed a lot of that footage so,
2: so much uh, that he had left unsaid about Russian uh, like lower class that he Ugh. had to set it again in a Russian the finale right. in a Russian oh. village. Yeah like, all right, there was so much I had left to say about the social economics, things of Sokovia. I want to go back there. Mm-hmm. And that's that's clearly why he did it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I So I I did thank you to my lovely partner, Chris. Uh, I finally read Superman Red Sun, And after seeing his, like, because we always, we always know that speedsters have ADD. That just, like, comes with the superpower at this point. And it's kind of nice to see that Superman also kind of has that. Like, that's the one point of the Russians that I'm, like, okay with is, like, Oh yeah, Superman has this big deal going on, but there's a person 50 miles away that's in trouble. I'll be right back, guys. I gotta, I gotta do this thing. Then I'll be back. That's I'm Just right. gonna jump around because
3: he knows they they, they can handle. It. You guys can hold him for a little bit, right? While mm-hmm. I go and save some lives. What I, did you hate about these Russian
4: families? I, d- <laughs> what I hated wasn't the family itself. What what bothered me, uh, is that they show the kid with a bug spray. Bug spray never comes back. No. Nope. It never comes back. What a missed opportunity. And I know it wouldn't have been like, oh, the bug spray is what kills these things. But it would have been kind of, at least it would have had some foresight well, it... for her to show the bug spray, and then the, the stupid big that... buggy thing to pop up in the vehicle, and her to freak out and go, ah, and spray it, and the thing to be like, oh, and for them to like buy that But that, that, that
2: was, uh, let's like a callback to a Dark Knight joke, when uh, just as Batman has uh Pulled out this the motorcycle for the first time uh-huh. when he's chasing the Joker oh, yeah. and those kids are in the car shooting and they did
4: bam bam bam. I was gonna like go it should have been
2: something like that. like sprayed some, the thing. It yeah, <laughs> was It's actually because the Flash is like electrocuting it, it or I something. I just think
4: it was a missed opportunity and I'm like and it felt to me something like oh that maybe they did shoot and then had to cut for time. Mm-hmm. But it's like they should have just cut out the. Yeah, th- I was gonna I
1: compare think. it to Iron Man two when all the robots are kind of running around, and then there's the kid with the Iron Man mask that's supposedly Peter Parker now.
3: It's always been Peter
1: Parker. (laughs) Sorry, it's always been. They knew. Yeah. They knew. Uh, Like, that's what, yeah, I I wanted that exact thing where, like, the kid's going to spray him, and, yeah, either the Flash throws electricity because he can do that sometimes, or, like, Superman shoots him with heat vision, Mm. like, right at that moment. Like, that would have been such a nice, natural comedic And
2: it turned out that kid is Roy Harper.
1: Yes.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I mean that whole big
3: finale. That's just, just like like him, actually. Oh yeah, it's Billy Batson. Yeah. tendrils just shooting coming Gosh, out of the what ground.
4: What is it? What even is it though? Yeah, like just I, some I weird don't know. I a energy. Like,
2: it's gonna become apocalypse. Radioactive don't you get flowers? That? Is that a thing? Yeah.
4: Is that it like it's like the kids are like oh the Russian wow. family's like oh. Well, we lost our home and everything we hold dear, but let's look out fondly at these. Oh, it's pretty. What are flowers. certainly radioactive flowers that you're, letting, that you're letting your kid pick right now? No,
2: it's that life where once there was death, there is now life, and life, so this failed.
4: Life uh, it finds away?
3: Was...
0: <laughs> all right, all right, Game Master. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Genesis device. Just That's deploy right. it on Earth. Yeah. I mean, I oh guess you don't have. So many have stupid things.
3: I. I, I I mean, I'm, I'm kind of torn because the plot is paper thin in terms of what Steppenwolf's deal is. What is a fire? That's an insult to paper. It, that's true. But I mean, also, more like you have so much to do with introducing Cyborg, Flash, and Aquaman, and then you've got to get the team together, and then you got to bring back Superman. Do you not? You have to come up with just like the, the lamest of supervillain plots because you can't really spend a lot of time on it. But I feel like that was a, a waste because you really. Well,
2: yeah, it's just stupid. <laughs> well-argued. <that> <laughs> well-argued, yeah. yeah. no, sure. It, no, but, like, the, 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 the mm. flowers things is, like, the equivalent of, of like, the hive mind thing in Avengers. Like, it's just a cheat. It's just the narrative yeah. cheat of just, yeah. like, well, we're not going to show the cleanup, so surprise, it's all nice yeah, vegetation. Yeah, in what
4: world? In what world does that even happen? And then it's like, oh, this fire. It was just escalated really quickly. Where I'm like, oh, now we're in, like, a cave of fire? I don't understand... What the, by that point I was like, all right, well, I'm just gonna go along with this because it's, there's no rules, so there's like no, no motivation, there's no rules. I don't understand why the tendrils in the ground, like there's no thematic tie-in, See, there's it, no consistency or continuity. This again there. goes
0: back to my point about BVS. Terrible as that film is, at least there was, like the villain had a motivation. Like Lex Luthor was actually trying to like kill Superman. It's all t- it's fucking terrible. Don't get me wrong. But at least they were trying to do something. They were trying to do anything here. But I also, I mean, man, you're giving me that death glare. But I feel like you have other notes about this movie, too.
4: No, I have like just like four things that I have questions. But I, no, I I just feel like the movie. The, Chris, you know that, I don't BV, think BVS is just indefensible in, to me. I
1: don't think I've ever heard you defend BVS with such passion before. I'm not going to let you rebuttal. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, but I, I'm going to say for Chris that that is his favorite movie. <laughs> And I, nope. and I, and
2: I, yeah. and I see I see the point you, you're, you're head in yeah. New favorite film. I see the point you're making with it though is at least those movies were doing something. Yeah, I understand and your point. And this was just but it, yeah, but it's just like they just had it's still garbage material, but they did more and tried something with it. And this was just material that's just it's pleasant. Like it was just it saw it at a matinee and that was fine enough for me. Me too. Like it's just like all right, I'm good. It. It's in like my head.
3: Henry Cavill's line when he Comes Back. Like, I'm a big fan of truth, but I'm a bigger fan of justice. Oh, the
4: worst. That was the worst. That justice. was awful. That was awful. It was so bad. Oh. Do you
1: guys know who the Crimson Chin is? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's the like the, the Superman equivalent from Fairly Odd Parents.
4: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here
1: comes, the Crimson Chin. That's all I could see when he said, too. like, <laughs> I, I love, I stand for truth, but even more justice. Yeah, that's I, it. All I saw was the Crimson it was, I was. It
4: was one of those things where I was like, really? Like, are you, is, it, is this in earnest? I don't understand it. Um, okay. I have very few things. We cover most of it. Uh, okay. Uh, Seven Wolf. just He kept dropping his axe. Somebody grab his fucking axe. Just grab his axe. You're oh. a speedster. Get his axe and smash him with it.
2: Did you know that's the source of his power? Because I didn't until I read the production book.
4: No, I didn't know that, but, yeah. I, I, but I'm like, grab his axe. He keeps dropping it and leaving it places for way long enough that a speedster could have gone in there and grabbed the axe, and nobody mm-hmm. did it, and it made me mad, and it was really stupid.
3: Because I feel like the only time he get hurt was when he hit him in the face, but if he hit them with the axe, then they'd go flying.
4: Yeah. 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 Like, Actually,
1: what I would have wanted, going on that speedster note, I would have loved for Flash to, like, wh- like s- speed over and try and pick it up, but it's, like, too heavy for him. It's like... No, we gotta do something else. And then like continue. Yeah, just
4: or something. go to and give grab it. Go do. grab
2: Batman. And we're like, pick this up, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> just like just or like, run like run and grab someone, pick this least up, I can't. Try yeah.
4: it. There were so many opportunities there. I wanted to at least see someone like try that, you know? Um oh, at the end of the film, the last like the sneak peek. Who's a bad guy with Lex Luthor? Slade
2: Wilson. Currently yes. just wrapped up an arc on Arrow. Okay. Um, but he's Deathstroke the Terminator, a Teen Titans villain traditionally, mm-hmm. but again he he's sort of he's gotten... pretty much become he, a Batman villain. Over he, yeah, yeah, he years. he kind of got the the cyborg treatment and got brought up to the to the A leagues. Thanks to
3: Brad Meltzer and an identity crisis.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's sort yeah. of what uh, established him as the bigger villain. Yeah, that's what established him as a Green Arrow. Yeah, bad mm-hmm. guy.
4: Are and we then excited? Everybody's... Are we excited to see him? I think it
3: all depends on who else they assemble. Like those two alone aren't enough to yeah. excite me.
0: I, I think it's good casting. I like Joe Manganiello. I think he he fits the role. I still have a huge problem with Jesse Eisenberg. Lex, but that did it work.
2: feel better? This I mean, Luther I mean, granted, it was like thirty ye- seconds.
0: Yeah, it felt,
2: it felt a little felt better. To they, me. they dressed
0: like it, him weirdly, similar to Gene Hackman. Yeah, which that threw me oh, off a little oh, bit. Oh,
2: that's one thing we didn't even talk about was the score. It mostly sucked. It was not Danny Elfman's best, but I love the fact that if you listen closely, you can hear the '89 Batman theme, uh-huh. and you can hear the John Williams Superman I... score. That was cool, like stuff like that. Kind of like how freaking Spider Man was cool during the Marvel Studios thing yes. when it played so, the, the Spider Man theme. It's like that's the kind of little, the little stuff. That's what really gets me as a fan. Little shout out is up. the history yeah. of it, and DC has so much more of it. And the fact that they're just rushing through it is what's ultimately insulting to the material and frustrating for me as a person watching it.
0: I agree with you on the Spider-Man thing. The reason I don't necessarily agree with this movie is with with Spider-Man, they embrace it. Like, okay, this is the Spider-Man theme. We're going to put it front and center. We're going to be very obvious about it. I feel like Danny Elfman was, like, hiding. the back. I've actually been listening to the score because I was like, I, I love film scores. I was very curious about this one. If it was good, separate from the movie itself. Spoiler, it's not. Um,
2: <laughs> but Thor is. is pretty good. I, yeah,
0: I've been listening to that a little bit, too. Like, I, I didn't... Liked, I actually found it distracting. So I'm like, oh, I guess I guess that's the Batman theme. There's like a few bars of it. Like for me, the Superman theme was even more egregious, and I was just like, I I for me, I think behind the James Bond theme, Superman theme from John Williams is my favorite piece of like cinematic score. I'm still frustrated they just deleted it. I feel like you could just kept it and it wouldn't have been an issue. I'm super sad they got rid of it. I thought it was a weird, kind of lazy, kind of kludgy inclusion.
4: I felt like the the score in Batman vs Superman, Wonder Woman, and this film to me have been some of the most distracting parts of the entire (laughs) (laughs) movie. Yeah, I'm just not hot (laughs) licks. Tasty licks. Although I did want to work out to that version of Come Together.
0: I, I actually. Question for you on that because I know I we know, talked about with the Michael Jackson one, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, with with Wonder Woman, we mm-hmm. were talking about how I think someone here said that they didn't like the fact that they didn't um, like make the Wonder Woman theme fit the time periods. So they kept the mm-hmm. electric cello, but it didn't make it because this one it was like an orchestra version. It wasn't flat out electric cello. Did you have a different opinion on it now that they tweaked it slightly? Basically? Yes,
4: this one the the that it wasn't so like electrified mm-hmm. was better for me. Okay, um, just because it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't quite as jarring, but so I didn't feel like it was as jarring in this movie. That being said, because there were so many scores they were trying to integrate, it felt so manic and disjointed to me.
2: And yet, only seven music listings in the credits. Yeah, I don't. Wow. Yes,
4: yeah, very, very few. And yeah, and that includes like the the crazy riff that he that Aquaman drove down to after smashing the bottle and the come together. So yeah. really, just like five in the film itself. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. it's a lot.
1: So we are coming up to the two-hour mark. Oh my Let's gosh! Let's keep
3: going, Cameron. Don't Go quit now.
1: Just, just, just throwing that number out there. Where, where, where is this Cameron? <laughs> we're recording our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like where is
3: this Cameron? Who's trying to wrap things I up? To up some more
0: our notes. No, this yeah. is
4: actually yeah. two, two. It's a two-parter. Yeah. We're at an hour forty. This is, this so. is very. This is not even a, a note. Um, I just want to say no, this is at the this end early. they act they act like Bruce was like this hero for saving the house, but like where was he before it got foreclosed on? <laughs> they're like, they're like, oh, you saved like Ma Kent's house. Did he know her Be- name? Because he, <laughs> that was the biggest thing. But like, it's like, oh, he saved her house. He's like, well, how did you do that? How did you stop the foreclosure? He's like, I bought the bank. And it's like, one, that's not how foreclosures work. You don't just buy the bank. That's not how it works. And, and why did you? Debt. Why did you wait so long? And then also, I don't believe for a second. <laughs> at the end of the movie, stop yawning, Frank. This is a point. I didn't. I don't believe for a second at the end of the film then that that the Flash's dad would still be in prison because if Batman can just buy the bank and save the house, he can't like bribe, b- bribe like, or the or, or just attorneys. work with Amanda
2: Waller or something like that. Something or one of the previous that, connections that or? he's
4: not going to be released from prison. Like I thought sh- for sure at the end when when the Flash put like a yeah. certificate on the thing that was he like was going like, to be like, "You're out, Daddy. Yeah. I know I'm a bazillionaire. and it's like I've got this shitted job now, and well, it's like that's not.
3: True, because is the world. Batman's the world's greatest detective, and if you had him yeah. in your corner, like help me solve Prove this, because I know it. This
4: didn't happen. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, so the Flash doesn't really get. He just gets like a job out of it, like a summer gig. But then you yeah, don't that's have Flashpoint then. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: there is. Uh, I you wish can, you
4: can have it both ways. <laughs> you so, can be like, I got then, this great uh, job, and you're innocent, and then it solves the problem of having him in the next film. Well, and then, but but then and you they could
1: have d- two things, and everyone else just get one thing. No, but then you could have
2: released. <laughs>
1: you could have released
2: Henry Allen and had the song "Renegade" and just do an homage to Henry Allen getting released in season two of The Flash. That's what happens. They walk into the Iron Heights as Renegades. Like, hey, 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 you're in like, luck, we're Renegades. It's, like, it's just walking like CW slow-mo yes. sort of thing. Mm, that's gosh. what I would have wanted to see. Oh, I was but like it. a cover by the same people who did
0: the come together.
2: Yeah, okay, solid. Hey, 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 we're Renegade.
0: Like that. I thought you meant Renegade from the Sticks. I was like, oh, that's a great song. I'm like, oh, no. You're talking like the shitty one that's like in cheap commercials. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Going off of the Batman Superman point, there was a moment where I turned Which to Chris uh, <laughs> when, they, when Superman first comes back and um, he's like holding Batman up. He's like, do you bleed? Yeah, he's a fucking human. So but I turned to Chris and there's like a quiet moment like, what do you have to say? Uh, and I said, I turned to Chris I'm like, if he fucking says Martha... I'm walking oh out my of the God, theater I know. I <laughs> thought, right now. I thought for real I could have sworn he was gonna be like, Martha. <laughs> like, and I, that was gonna like spring in. back. Like, he
4: holds up his pinky and he's like, Martha. And then they like pinky swear, promise their oh, fingers together, and like then they just on... yes. <laughs> and then they just do a it's like a tiny little kiss, <laughs> and then they're resolved. Just start, just start making <laughs> out. Oh, in it in
2: the speaking air. of that, again going back to missed opportunities. Luther and Slade should have cemented their partnership with Luther putting a Jolly Rancher into Slade's mouth. <laughs> oh and then God. that's yes. the last image of the movie. It's just that.
4: Oh man! Can we talk about like
3: Ezra Miller running as the Flash?
4: Oh, like, so, stupid! So goofy. Oh. He's such a. Yeah, especially <laughs> you had that last. His arms are going everywhere. He, yeah. a, he a Muppet, and I'm yeah. So, so
3: on a,
1: I I'm gonna try and play Devil's Advocate. Your friend with Scolio's a story
4: again? Yes. Okay.
1: Oh boy. Uh, I think he was. We get that it, I'm Cameron. Out. You're a monster. <laughs> yes, I'm a monster. Um, if you look at like the physics of how a person normally runs, and like it would kind it's a of piston. If, excuse me.
2: It's like a, it's a it's a circular piston motion is the way a person runs.
1: Yeah. I feel like the arms, like yes, they're very flaily, but like a person running that fast, I feel like he would have to get like a super long kind of reach out of it when they're... I'm trying. Well, my no, 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 it's,
2: it's, yeah, you're right. Just because the speed seems to propel him in a way that he's sort of pseudo leaping. As opposed to trad- traditionally running, right. which again sort of just brings it back to the other point of just like he's too fucking powerful. Mm-hmm. If that's how fast he is, that he can't run like a normal person, but has to do these like run leaps where he has to because th- that's that's the only reason he has to. You would run like that is if you're throwing yourself. Run yeah. leap. Yeah, yeah, would yeah. yeah. Would so like, that
4: be the power of flight?
2: No. Yeah. Well, it's like if you've no. done. Uh, well, there's like one thing is like He's flying I it. I want to see a flash and some. Goddamn sprinting blocks. Like, I want to see the Flash have to actually
1: learn how to run, run. So that was another thing that I kind of liked about this movie is it's definitely, and it, can, it contrasts what we know from him in Suicide Squad, he's very new to his power. Like, yeah. he's never used it for extended periods of time besides, like he said, pushing someone. Yeah.
4: Which I liked. I like that he says that. I just didn't see it reflected in his abilities in this yeah. movie. It just
2: I, jumped. It just, yeah. ju- just jumped to he tripped, and then now he gets it.
3: Mm-hmm. I would like to see, like, they were filming that scene, and they're like, all right, Ezra, just run. Okay, no, 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 you got to de- wave those arms more, man. Wave those arms more. Yeah. Get him going really crazy, Ezra. Yeah. Right, right, Ezra, you're a I bird. Don't,
0: well, that's, <laughs> I don't think he's ever seen someone run before.
2: Well, that's like, what I was saying is that what I was going to say with like the, the when I got sidetracked with the blocks is, like, it's more like this uh, event, the triple jump, which is a hop skip, uh, hop, skip, jump. And in the skip, you run, like, you throw yourself like that. So you're right in that it does serve a purpose. It just sort of goes to further show just like how fast and powerful he is that he can't run like a normal person. He has to run in this like flail thing to just have his body perpetually in motion being skipped forward as he's propelled by the speed force. I
4: like that they talk about how I had not really considered how many calories it would take to keep the flash rolling. So I'm glad yeah. that they brought, I'm yeah, glad that, they brought that up. Fun. That's like one of those little ins- like day-to-day superhero things mm-hmm. that I really like Well, yeah. that was
2: a retcon that they s- they established and just sort of like breezed past in season one of The Flash. Mm-hmm. It was not a retcon, but it's just sort of like a, a little like cheat where yeah. they, they acknowledged it. And the fact that like Barry can just freaking eat. But then Cisco came up with like a little like protein slow release like pill sort of thing. And it's like you you could just eat like a normal person and
1: this will sustain you no, in, in it young been justice more fun to just they I actually... all the time. Yeah. Like
3: Brad Pitt in Ocean's 11. Yes. Yeah.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Uh, they bring that up a handful of times in Young Justice, which is what I love about it with Kid Flash. Uh-huh. Where like uh, there's an episode that takes place on his birthday and his parents are like, "Oh, we made you your favorite thing for breakfast." "Oh, what is it?" Everything. And uh. it's just like a whole like cr- like a Thanksgiving buffet. Oh, that's and cool. then they even bring it up when he's running or like his emergency snack that he keeps in his, like, wrist bracelet is, like, he forgot to refill it. And so he's, like, really struggling to keep up his speed yeah. because he's, like,
2: Once again? Like, I can't
1: keep doing this.
2: If, if we're doing this, like, why not just establish Barry Allen is dead? If we already have this, like, 20-year gap of Batman operating and clearly superpowers have been around for... Before Superman, mm-hmm. at least, and
1: supposedly Shazam's been doing this for a while too. Yeah,
2: and the Green Lanterns and everything like that. So, like, why not just full on make him Wally West and have him have like Barry Allen's dead or whatever, as opposed to doing this pastiche thing of it's it's Wally West in Barry's skin.
1: Yeah, because because like, I forgot when you brought up that like yeah, there was a moment where Captain Boomerang talked about that, and like you can give. This flash of a, a, like a throwaway line of like oh all I do is push people and catch boomerangs, uh-huh. of like oh okay now that ties back to that okay, but this flash clearly has never been a crime fighter. So yeah, the the perfect movie that Suicide Squad is there's now a loophole.
4: <sighs> uh, and man, I that hurt me just to hear you say that. <laughs> His costume. Yeah,
3: it's just not exciting, like the or like it's like the siding that they use for the space shuttle. It's like kind of
4: weird looking. I don't yeah. understand all the weird. All
3: it's the. It's not. Yeah, it's not, the, not
2: until the, the the final moments when he him and Superman are on that street corner about to do their race that you really get a chance to see that costume. And you're just like, oh, it's like you can tell, like the stupid ass. Uh, f- the yeah, point. The, yeah. Stupid.
3: Because I feel like it's great in comic books. You can say like. like his speed force aura like generates something that keeps him doesn't let fr- the the heat of friction affect him. Yeah, them.
2: We, like that's been one like fuck the 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 lack of a ring on the Flash TV show is egregious at this point. Yeah, it is. It, it's it's a running gag, and the fact that like that was Wally's power was being able to generate a suit from the speed force that would have been fucking sweet, especially if they want to just leapfrog his powers. Being able to do something like that, like, oh, yeah, I can actually generate a suit from the Speed Force or something like that. Or have the freaking ring. I know. Have the freaking ring. Like, hey, guess what? Want to see something real cool? Like, I figured it out. Cause he's Because he's a scientific genius. And, yeah, he'd be ADD because of the powers, but also, like, he has all the time in the world, so why wouldn't he be like a Peter Parker level, like psycho genius. Yeah,
4: I didn't see that. I just saw the like awkward nerd and I didn't get like, I, he, Batman's like, Oh, the suit's cool. And he's like, yeah, it's made of this. And I'm like, Oh, I guess he's smart. And then that's the whole, that's it. That's yeah. Like the whole thing. You but You could have
2: told me him. he stole it and changed it. Right. And I would, and that <laughs> would fit his character right. more. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, if you have this superpower of super speed and you're this crazy shut in bookworm nerd, mm-hmm. then of course you'll be able to figure out insane things. Yeah. He can read all of Einstein, and he can read an entire library within an hour. Like, at super speed, he can just be that insane thing. That was one thing, uh, Evolution of Bart Allen, was when he gets shot by Deathstroke. One of Deathstroke's super sweet-ass moments was when he kneecaps Bart Allen in Teen Titans. Um, But um, uh, Bart just immediately sort of um, is confronted with his immaturity um, in that moment of failure. And he reads the entire San Francisco Publ- Public Library.
4: Oh, that's cool.
2: And so there's, like, the, the, tit- the Titans respond to a call because they, they, uh, people are screaming about a ghost. And it's just like, there's just books flying off the shelf and stacks. And they realize, oh, it's just BART reading.
4: That's pretty funny. See that? Yeah, that kind of stuff I like. It's just their powers being used for interesting, mm-hmm. just for an interesting way. Like, what would you do, really, if you were smart and bored?
2: Yeah, you'd, you'd read. read
4: everything, Yeah. You know?
2: And so, yeah, the fact that they don't utilize that and utilize it to have him come up with crazy ass shit, yeah, is like, come the well, fuck on. You have, and it's like the budget's not a thing. This is the third most expensive movie ever is made, Is it really.
5: Yes, which, which is something Lord.
2: we should have mentioned when we started talking about the CG. Like, I think the
0: reshoots were what
2: fifty million alone. I think, oh. but ironic. then that's two hundred fifty million for what it was. Yeah, and okay. then this additional fifty million for the reshoots.
4: That's like six trips to Disneyland. <laughs> i'm, just Let me Sorry. <laughs> I'm yeah. tired oh, amanda <laughs> how do you spend
2: 50 million dollars have you been
4: to disneyland recently it's there's expensive. so much good stuff to buy there's a lot of good stuff so there. it only does
3: 96 million this weekend it's definitely underperforms sure. were you guys surprised that it, that it came in that low or you no. Like, no no mm, no, no I think i'm surprised
2: it came in that high
3: Mm. I mean that that
0: seems seems about right. Like I mean you again it comes back to them like they clearly were trying to like to mitigate their loss on this one. Like they made it under 2 hours, you can get more screenings in. Like
2: uh, you got Joss Whedon and he created the Avengers the third most highest grossing film of all yeah.
4: time. The, being under three hours, like hitting pretty close to two... At this point, our podcast might end up going longer than this film did.
0: It's We are actually about neck and neck, I think, which with is, that yeah, movie. <laughs> which is, which is probably time. Here, I think, that, uh, I think
4: that, uh, that that had a lot to do with me enjoying this movie more, weirdly enough. Because a lot of the same issues... Yeah. And some <laughs> different, more interesting issues, uh, but for a, a shorter period of time. Yeah, You had to Whereas, live like, with it. Forty-five yeah. minutes less. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it felt it felt like a, like longer than that. It felt this felt like half the movie that yeah. Batman versus Superman was in length. So, I and mean, I know that's not the case, but it sure felt that yeah. way when I was watching it.
0: Along along those lines, I I, I don't think it's worth going and trying to like re rank our comic movies from this <laughs> year because I can't imagine anyone having this anything other than the bottom spot. Right. Uh,
4: no, this is still better than Batman vs. Man. that was no, no,
0: no. I, mean, I, no. I meant just this, this year. year. Oh, was like this all year. the movies okay. we've done for our crossovers. I can't imagine anyone's going to put this at anywhere other than the bottom.
3: Nah. Right. Gonna, Spider-Man: Homecoming is the bottom for me.
0: You thought Spider-Man: he, he, Homecoming was not, worse than he
3: this? He did not ah, like Spider-Man: Homecoming. Just kidding, Homecoming. guys.
0: Okay. Frank, for a second, was just like you, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I know. So get out of here. <laughs> so th- that, that's kind of a moot point, point we're missing some <laughs> posters there. But, so instead, we'll do this about this to kind of to wrap things up here. Um, how would you rank this amongst the 5 DCEU films, right? Is it 5? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Can we list them all? So, uh, in order it would be Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, and this. Uh, Th- don't list all of them just for you yeah. like
4: w- No, yeah. Is this at the
0: bottom? Is it somewhere in the middle? Where where Right in the middle. Right in the middle. Okay. Second.
3: Second best. To
0: Wonder Woman. Okay. Wonder
4: Woman was the best. Yeah,
3: I'd go with that too.
0: Yeah, Wonder Woman's the best. Yeah. Cameron? I, I, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I'd say uh, it ties with Man of Steel for me. That's how I feel about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So it's one, three, three, four, five. Mm-hmm. And I do want to say I'm very proud, and we all put this at the bottom of this year's list. I will proudly say that Power Rangers is better than this.
0: Wow. Oh, I, I know for a fact Power Rangers better because I went and saw Power Rangers and I posted on Facebook saying, hey guys, Power Rangers is actually pretty fun. You should go see this. <laughs> I had the exact and opposite. And people
2: didn't listen to you. They did actually. Okay, <laughs> although I will say retroactively the Red Ranger's performance in Stranger Things has made me less likely to see that movie. I still haven't seen Power Rangers, but who knowing that- Who was Billy? He, the- the, the, the he, No, no. The he, mullet he, guy in Stranger Things 2 is the main Power
0: Ranger. He's the Steve. Red Ranger. No, not Steve. No, no. Um, what's what's the bully's okay. name? Billy. Billy. Is it Billy?
2: Yeah. Which is which is frustrating because he's not Billy. Yeah, in Power Rangers. Yeah, he's Billy chasing. is just like the
0: most used word in uh, Power Rangers possible. Okay. Yeah,
3: but I like, thought that Power Rangers had that dumb scene where they get pushed into the fire and then they come out. Ugh, oh,
4: look! Terrible. Power Rangers okay. is flawed, uh, guys. We should. I, I let's, have, we can't open the store. Uh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Too much. I have. Much. I have.
2: I, I, this is a. G- I think this is a good debate, but it won't be a long one. Okay. But be, since we've decided that this can't be the final piece of the puzzle sure. of our year, and then we're going to conclude with Star Wars. Yes. Yes, yes we
0: must. And do, on a high note, hopefully.
2: Do you think Star Wars can top the best of these films? So, do you oh. think Star Wars can surpass
0: these? For me, And yes. whatever your top one is of these car, uh, yeah. of the comic book films. I, th- I think if I'm, just off the top of my head, I think for me I would probably put Lego Batman as the highest because I was the one here who didn't love Logan that much. Oh, I loved Logan. So I think, yeah, Star Wars, if it's what I hope it is, I think it'll be my top film of the, uh, the year.
3: I, Spider-Man Homecoming is my number one, and I don't think The Last Jedi can beat that, only because I think I have a much more deeper attachment to Spider-Man. Though I love Star Wars. I still think Spider-Man's gonna give me the edge out, which means I'm gonna like that one better. I, uh, I can okay. see this coming number two though.
4: I have a deeper attachment to Star Wars than I do to superheroes, to superhero films in general. Um I loved but I loved Logan and I loved Guardians of the Galaxy. Guys, I was just thinking today, I was listening <laughs> I was listening to um uh to Brandy. And I was just thinking, like, how excited I am for us to get to talk about another Guardians movie. I got really, I got like viscerally mm-hmm. excited. I'm like, I'm so excited to talk about the next one. And we, it's like, it's not out yet, but it was so. I Is think it even those, slated? No, those movies are so fun, though. Like, are such a good time. So I don't, I don't know, but I'm really excited about the Last Jedi. I didn't answer do your question. I, I'm favorite, sorry.
1: Do we have a, a, a different favorite movie from this year? Is number, number one Lego uh, Spider. Spider-Man. Guardians slash
4: Logan. I, I don't know for me, it's Logan slash Wonder Woman. Okay, yeah, yeah. probably Logan first
1: because it's a, just do you have a, a good
4: one? film. Uh,
1: I would say my I number know. one is is Thor. Was it mm-hmm. really? Yeah, I loved Thor.
4: I heard.
2: Well, then, yeah, did I you? I did. <laughs> uh, Chris and I take Logan because I know that's his favorite. I like Barn. No- like I'm, so I'm on, that. I'm, I'm splitting the difference between uh, Fembrez and Frank. As Spider Man really hit me. But I also but I also like have to ding it because that's Genki, That's Genki Lee. That's not Ned Leeds. That's Genki Lee. I know that. Um no 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 no. No 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 no. I know no no. I just wanted to bring that up. No. But yeah, that's that's my split. But I I also think Star Wars could surpass.
4: I think well for me Logan is the one out of these that is the most Star Wars like. Like it's a western. You know, mm-hmm. and I mean, not, not like all the Star Wars films are Westerns, but like, Wait, even just it... the, but just look at the poster. Like the poster looks like it could be for a Star Wars movie. Yeah. I think, you know, like, I, I don't know. I just, well, it, it's it, got that dark brooding qual, you know, quality and like, it's a little more realistic. I don't know. Well,
2: do, your point is like, Logan took the Western to the superhero movie, how mm-hmm. Star Wars took the Western to sci-fi. sci-fi.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that spirit, I think the newer films, ugh, like when I say newer, I mean like within the last, like. Two years, yeah, 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 have yeah. recaptured some of that original magic mm-hmm. a little bit, and I thought, yeah. So I don't know. I'm really I'm jazzed nice. for it, but I'm yeah. trying to keep my expectations like I know I'm trying fair. to keep it down, but which is hard because my best friend is Mark Hamill, so like it's really hard. Uh, for
0: he's pretty he's have. pretty amazing. Now I am I am super excited for that. So
3: I mean, the fact that they gave Ryan Jensen his own trilogy
1: speaks yeah.
4: highly,
3: I think, for d- the film. D-
1: did you see Mark Hamill at Disneyland?
4: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh,
1: did he see your free gap? <laughs> uh, he probably heard it because I had friends that were in the same Star Tours like room as him. Mm. Like they rode the ride with him. He was there to promote. <gasps> shut up. Yeah. That's All right. We need, let,
2: let's wrap this podcast up because we need to talk to Amanda about stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. You, you wrap up. Oh yeah. So I think
0: we're good. Yeah. At this Point. <laughs> All right. We're... Yeah. Would have been awesome. Last <laughs> been awesome Jedi. Last on. Jedi is the final. Last yeah. Jedi will be our our final for the year. Very very excited about that. Uh. So to conclude, uh, we are. Tim Talk, podcast about the DC anime universe, uh, where you can find much better representations of your favorite DC comics characters than you can <laughs> in Justice League. Ooh. And uh, you can find us at Tim Talk Pod on Facebook and Twitter and Gmail and Instagram. I'm at Lordifer on some of those same
1: things. Uh, I'm at CamDexter underscore adventures and at Cameron.Dexter if you want to see my artwork that hasn't been updated in months.
4: I like it.
2: Thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can find me at Trevor Copter personally, and then we are at PO2W underscore Flash on all social media. Um, And we are the podcast of two worlds, me and Chris Fembrez, all about The Flash. I will say this. These motherfuckers better give me a blonde Barry Allen in my lifetime. I'm sick of this garbage. John Wesley Shipp, Ezra Miller, Grant Gustin. Let's get a blonde guy in the role. Thank you. Yeah. Uh
3: uh, one thing we didn't talk about, though, is uh, JK, J.K. Simmons as Commissioner yes. Gordon. Yes. Oh. Oh.
2: oh. That's
3: good. Yeah. Uh, like that hair, though. It seems so weird to have him in that, so with that weird, hair. So weird, but
4: so good. I wanted to be like, did I miss him? Has he always been Commissioner Gordon? Did I just miss him? I love him. This
2: is his first appearance. That's cool. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. I loved it. But, I again, know. he should be JJ Jonah Davidson. Yeah, he yeah, should. should be, first no, no. first and like foremost.
3: The first thing where we see the bat symbol, where he's out there on the roof ready to go, there's like that w- piercing uh, white like crappy like tarp Frank. hanging <laughs> there. Frank. Where I'm just like,
4: why is that white tarp just <laughs> flattering right Frank there? Frank hijacked his own I did. outro. I did. Yeah, I did. yeah guys, to, to talk, talk, about talk about tarps. More. Like, yes. he really
0: had some passionate things <laughs> to say about tarps.
4: That was
3: just a really poor setup over there on the roof of the GCPD, guys. Yeah, I agree. All
4: right, Frank, where can they find you if they want to talk to you more about this?
3: <laughs> you guys find me on twitter
4: and instagram happy go jackie happy go jackie with an ie well th- you know Wonder that why. he
2: is ready to talk more
1: about it he's so, so you guys ha-
4: please please <laughs> message frank so he can yeah. talk more about it
1: so we don't have to that's right he's he is visibly uh, shaking in his seat <laughs> because we are silencing him
4: the man is a library and an archive of knowledge please uh utilize that send him some messages find him on twitter and instagram uh we are myself i'm amanda barnes this is frank moran we're the hosts of the Novice and Frank comic book podcast, and uh, you can tweet to us at Comic Book Novice. Um, you can tweet, like he said, to Happy Go Jackie.
3: and uh, the, the Barnes Rights or Comic and Book Rates,
4: Yeah, our Comic Book Novice or hashtag us. We'll find you.
2: Amanda, are you excited since you know a lot more Star Wars for our final episode to be the Frank this time?
4: <gasps> Do I know more about Star Wars than Frank though?
1: I don't Is it just know. gonna be the Frank and we'll Frank? Frank and Frank. We'll find the, Frank
3: the Frank. Sometimes
4: I think sometimes we switch off being the Novice. But That's in general, true. with superheroes, Frank in is the In all things Frank.
3: that are important in life, she's the expert. No. Yeah. She's the Frank. Shut up, you That's guys. right.
4: Stop it. Thank you for listening, everybody. And thank you for hosting, gentlemen.
1: No problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could do it Nailed by myself with no Yay. help.
3: Tim Textbook talk. example. Yep. <laughs> it's a clinic, Cameron. A clinic. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> all
4: right. We love you. Bye. Bye.
3: Let's just have a tarp, guys. I mean,
4: why? <laughs> hey, guys. It's Ryan and Kelly. Hey, guys. It's Ryan and Kelly. <laughs> from the hell mouthy podcast do you want to watch buffy either again or for the first time ever and talk about it with us (laughs) you'll be doing talking by yourself but we'll be talking check out the hell mouthy podcast on nerdist school network listen to it okay let's try it one more time
3: (laughs) the nerdist school network for class and show information visit NerdistSchool.com.